Yo, what up, y'all? DPS Podcast, episode number 24. We are here. We're back. We apologize for missing a week. It couldn't be helped. But we are back now, and we are definitely going to catch up on everything that we've missed in the past two weeks since we have uh, have we been missing. And let's first off, we're going to get into it with our, our homies here. We got a special guest with us, a, a, a very prestigious individual here. His name is B Money 101. What's up, bro? I ain't not much, man. I'm happy to be here. You know, first time on DPS officially. You know, I, I was uh hopped on uh you know the, uh, Yeah, it was the inaugural for it was before we even um did our very first oh, yeah, live before the together. first official episode. NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the NBA two K trailer had dropped and I was like, yo, I just wanted to do a live stream and talk about it. I was like, you know what? Let me see if B Money wanna jump in on this. And it turned into like a hour and 30 minute conversation about nba 2k so it was like he was like on the inaugural start of um not the the show itself but just me live streaming on the channel and stuff which was really cool yeah yeah yeah. so i'm I'm happy to be here officially and uh you know it looks like we got a lot of great stuff to talk about so let's get to it man yeah you know we we also can kind of talk about uh some, some ducking that we've been seeing some some matrix level um <laughs> moving and, and shaking and, and all that you know we're going we're going to get into it but let, let's let's let me uh speak to my co-host here it's been hard to, to get a hold of this dude over the past week or two but he is here and what's up gaming Fortech? yo man uh first of all um shout out to you for holding it down um during all of this crazy mess going on on the internet over the last couple of weeks even though and i haven't really been partaking that much in the conversations and stuff i was like man slow-mo out here he out here leading a charge that most people don't even know how to even react to and I, i'm i'm super proud to be uh part of a team with you man and, and it's it's, it's kind of crazy out here but no man it's it's been good it's been um it's been great it's good to be back with the fam um last night on brap good to be back here with you today uh for the people that did not know your boy had came down with the with the um with some umbrella style virus that we're not going to talk about on this show and it it was rough it was it was terrible and if anybody says that, man, I think I had that thing at but one time before, and you know, I just didn't get tested. I'm like, yo, bro, listen, you would know if you had this thing. This thing ain't no joke. And um, I'm just glad to come through the other end of it, man. But uh, shout out to everybody that gave me love and support, and um, thanks again for all the um, the good wishes. And good to be back here with you, man. Yeah, and, and you know, since, since you brought that up, I, I think it's about time that we address something that it's. Uh, I, I've been kind of dreading speaking on it because it, it just it brings up yeah. uh, emotions that that sometimes it's, it's like it's it's hard to, to speak on it. It's hard to speak on it without your voice cracking and breaking and 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 just just all that where you kind of really don't want to even even talk about it but um what i am speaking about is that we unfortunately in the past week have lost two people in the community that were um not just upstanding individuals but excellent men in general and we we lost i dizzy 81 and nintendo guru and if you weren't aware of these two gentlemen then um i it's it's unfortunate because you you missed out on some excellent 
excellent individuals. Um, Nintendo Guru ran his own YouTube channel. Um, great guy. I, the first time I ever um, um, saw him was on the Iron Lords podcast as a guest and just was really impressed with his his demeanor, his uh, approach to gaming and his just his his entire attitude of positivity and with all gamers, regardless of which platform you 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 enjoyed or whatever. It's just he just was an all around cool dude. And it's unfortunate that. His life was cut short um, due to what Forte had uh, alluded to, um, the, uh, the uh, what this whole pandemic stuff is about. And um, and our homie, I Dizzy, who uh, a lot of you have interacted with in the chat. Um, if you are familiar, have been always watching my channel, you've seen I Dizzy in the comments uh, taking, taking shots at me as, as usual. Um, uh, he, he used to call call himself my, my number one hater, <laughs> and um, he like I mean, great guy. We, we used to always chop it up. So knowledgeable about the gaming industry. Um, we've had him on. We when we did the I think episode fourteen, when we did the the live stream and um, post uh, live stream um, VG of uh, the VGA awards. Dizzy was with us for all three hours of that. And just the entire time, it just seemed like 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 he wasn't a guest. Like he was just like he was a part of of DPS podcast with me and Forte on the regular. It was it was wow. seamless. It was great. He was a COO of the the Lords of Gaming dot net website, and, and and check that website out. Excellent website. You you you're not going to find a better gaming website out there. And it's just unfortunate that we we lost two men so early in their lives, lives cut short. So uh, definitely wanted to acknowledge that, give tribute to the both of them. They deserve it. And uh, let me um, let me uh, pass it on to to you guys. Uh, either you want to say anything about it? Uh, yeah, I'll go again. Um, for me. A lot of the stuff that um, Dizzy and I'll start with Guru because I, I really I, I, I had conversations with Guru. I, I really didn't get a chance to know him as much as I wanted to. Uh, I'm the same way. I, I um, knew of him from the uh, Iron Lords when he was on there. And it was like one of the best shows that they had at that moment mm-hmm. and uh, really opened my eyes to um his love of like gaming and, that, and i think that's kind of where my overall understanding of where gaming comes from because it's like we're all fans of something you know nintendo grew him is it's in the name he's a super fan of nintendo and everything but he's very very uh, he was very very forth white and letting people know like yo every nintendo got problems too just like everybody else and this is the stuff that we need to talk having these conversations about and um just watching him and watching his love of gaming and stuff really kind of gravitated me a little bit even more to Nintendo. I know I get on slow most nerves about it every once in a while, but that's kind of because I listen to people like him and um, it lets you know that it's not a nothing wrong with being a fan of something that may not be the best thing that everybody think is out there. So um, when it comes to him, I I'm definitely sorry. I didn't get a chance to know him. Um, even better, even more on a professional level, like I did on Dizzy when it comes to like just gaming and podcasting and stuff like that. But when it comes to Dizzy, man, 
I I met Diz, I met Dizzy in I think every like the Iron Lords have brought so many people to the forefront for me in general is that's why I think they're some of the most stand up guys that you will ever meet in this industry and stuff is why I that's why I think it hurts even more that they're hurting because he was like the closest that you could even be to any of those guys. And and, um, I think that's the thing that hurts even more to me. I met Dizzy and the Iron Lords um, in their – and um, the football league that we were running in our fantasy football league. And I, I gave Dizzy two big L's once in a regular season, once in the playoffs in the, in the championship game. And he would not let it live down. He was like, yo, man, you just did be bold in these games. And it was like, just listening to him have conversations. He talked crap about Tom Brady. Everybody knows I'm a huge Patriot and Tom Brady fan. So he would let me know about that. And it was just a natural conversation. And, um, Whenever I would put out a video and I would talk about certain things or say if I had my gameplay and my camera on, he'll see my Patriot stuff in the background. It's like this dude's a fraud and all this other stuff. So <laughs> it it was it was more of a it was more of a thing that I would just be like, yo, I I miss that. Whenever we would do a podcast and slow-mo would say something crazy about ea i'm like you know dizzy gonna show up out of nowhere in about it wasn't crazy it it wasn't crazy it It was crazy crazy. i tell you like like dizzy must have had like some kind of radar he had a frostbite radar (laughs) yeah he did let somebody say some some something something sideways about the frostbite engine and then boom he was there i mean remember remember last time last time he did it right remember last time he did it it was, uh, it was. I I wasn't even talking bad about frostbite. No, you weren't. You were. I, I wasn't. I was just. I was just saying that. Like, I think I was talking about the snowdrop engine. We were. And, and I was saying how it was like easy to use, and and the developers have been like bragging about its its ease of use. It is also like you know beautiful game. I was like, and I was like, there's something out there that look great, but then don't perform that great. Didn't I? I was not even talking about frostbite even though it could apply to frostbite but i didn't talk about yeah, it all the dizzy in the chat hey 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 watch your next word watch <laughs> your mouth slow-mo and i'm watch like what did, what did that do <laughs> but 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 that was that was dizzy that was that dizzy, was dizzy. Uh, he, uh, yeah man don't talk bad about art don't say a bad look, word about art I downloaded it and I, and that's probably my worst thing that I I take from this on top of you know other than you know and I'm talking about other than just the man himself but just playing games with him I actually downloaded Ark to play that with him because I was like yo yeah it's like he kept talking about it and he's like Ark is such, so such a good game and I was like it's in Game Pass you get all the DLC as part of Game Pass too so I was like let me download it man and then I'm I'm cussing as I'm downloading this thing because it's like 140 gigs I'm like yo why is this download so big and then I call I talk, I hit him up on Discord and I see yo Dizzy I got it downloaded when you're trying to play and this was probably like 3 4 weeks ago and uh, he said, "Yeah, whenever you see me on, just let me know." And it's it's it it's just very unfortunate that that never I never got a chance to do that. I know slow mo shared some stuff yesterday about just you know sending dizzy messages and stuff, and hoping that one day we could just have this conversation all over again. But um, 
for me, the man meant more than anything because he meant more to more people than people think he did. You know, he would be that person that you could just talk to about any and everything. And he would come and support you um, because he because you were friends. You were, you know, if you knew Dizzy and Dizzy talked to you on a consistent basis, you weren't just his friend. You were family. And that's the thing that really <laughs> chokes me up the most, because I feel like you know, being a person that went through the COVID situation, I there's certain things that I there's certain things that I just don't want anybody to go through, and that's that. But in his situation, it was just a very heartfelt thing when I was like when I heard that he contracted it, and I was like, you know, this is crazy. So we just we just need to start protecting the people out here we care about the most you know that's the one thing you know i can say about this i'm super super happy and very relieved that i was able to make it through this because you know i have underlying health issues and stuff too and it really just comes back to you never know the people that are going to be affected by the little things that you do in life that you think may be little and trivial but those little and trivial things are the things that's going to help us keep the people around that we want around the most. And Dizzy was one of those people for me. And I'm super sad that he's not here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. like you said, Forte, uh, you know, the Iron Lords have kind of put the entire community onto a lot of people that we probably weren't aware of. And, mm -hmm. and in this case, it was Nintendo Guru for me. I, you know, I, I didn't cross paths with them other than, you know, seeing them on Iron Lords show. And, you know, that's kind of when I, you know, took notice to him and, and started following some of his stuff. But, you know, as far as I've been back on Twitter, uh, probably the last six years, seven years or whatever it's been, um, Dizzy has always kind of been around. And, uh, you know, we, we've crossed paths pretty early. Uh, and we, we it felt like, you know, he was just somebody you knew, you know what I mean? Like, like somebody you grew up with, you know what I mean? Because you could talk to him about anything. And, uh you know, Battlefield was like our thing, you know, mm. Battlefield was, you know, one of the games that I, I played pretty heavy and, you know, I mean, it, it was something that he was interested in as well. And, uh, you know, that's why anytime, you know, Slow-Mo would be talking about Frostbite Engine, you know, I mean, he, he would get uptight about it uh, because, <laughs> you know, Fr Frostbite was built, you know, for Battlefield and in and, and mind. And, you know, that, that's the whole reason why Frostbite is even around. So, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we got a love for Battlefield. People talk talk down on that engine. Of course, we get a little defensive, but you know, uh, you know, like I said on, on Brap yesterday, for a while I didn't even know that Dizzy was sick. I, I didn't know that he had cancer at all, um, because he never made that you know something that was on the forefront of his life. He he was never one of those guys who was looking for sympathy or looking for people to feel bad for him or, or, you know, get a handout or anything like that. He, he still lived his life every day. Like everything was okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you got to applaud him and, and tip it, you know, tip your hat to him for that because he, he always was, you know, in good spirits and every time he would, you know, be going to the hospital, you know, he would always post videos or, you know, as he's coming out, you know, like, yo, I made it through this one. You know what I mean? On, on, on to the next one. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely sad that, uh, you know, both of these guys are no longer with us. Um, and I know the Iron Lords, uh, you know, they, they hold them, you know, pretty dear to their hearts because of everything that he was involved in over there. So 
I feel bad for those guys as well. Um, but like I said yesterday, we 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 got to be able to keep these guys uh, name relevant um, because you know, like you guys said, they they definitely did touch so many people in the community and probably more than 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 most people think. So yeah, um, you know, we ju we just got to keep it going. You know, we we can't let let the uh, legacy go by without you know uh, kind of being held in in a higher regard. Yeah, Facts. absolutely. I agree. Um, I just dropped the um the GoFundMe. It's in the in the chat for everybody for anybody that wants to support. Um, Disney. are you sure? I don't see. I don't see. I it. I okay, I, yeah, just I see it now. Yeah, yeah. It, it popped up now. Yep. Yeah. So if anybody wants to uh, donate to the the family, um, go to that link and uh, whatever you can give, give because um, we do, it's more it's it's more than just him. It was the family, his wife, his daughter. I mean, his wife, his son. So um, do anything you can there. I do know there will be a live stream tomorrow. I will be on that live stream. I think it's going to be at twelve o'clock tomorrow. But um, look forward. Look to Cognito and. Um, look to um addict they're going to be putting that all together if they haven't put anything out on twitter yet it will be probably going up in the morning but i do know we are going to be doing a live stream celebration for dizzy and um, guru tomorrow so um hope yeah I'll, I'll be there. on it um i'll be on it too um yep. yeah so we yeah definitely check that out i think it's to, i think it's gonna be tomorrow at noon Yep, that's what I think um, yeah so definitely check that out um we're definitely going to uh it, it's i, I for the way I, I gathered from from um, um cognito is we're we're going to it's going to be a celebration of these men and not uh uh awake you know we're going to be absolutely uh talking about the, the good times with these yes. guys and the, the great stories that, that, that we have and just really showing everyone uh you know what they were all about and and who they really were and and really kind of reveling in, in the memories that we're going to kind of keep with us you know for for the rest of our lives so yeah, definitely check it out. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, let me talk to some of the people in the chat because I uh, haven't done that yet. What's up, Dravenero? Luca was good. Spider thirteen. Ryan Landis was good, bro. Jay the Destroyer was good. Dark Saya and Smiles. Smiles, how's it going? Smiles says, uh, "Bug snacks or bust." Um, Currently, we on bust because <laughs> <laughs> we are not we only bust for another 80, what, 82 subs. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, I gain a sub, I lose, I lose a sub. It, it, it's like a it's like a tug of war going on, but it, it is what it is. But I guess I'll get there eventually and I got to play this trash game. I, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, Damien, what's good, man? Racer, what's up? What's up? Um, Let's get into these topics here. We, we've got a nice little list here. I kind of wanted to start first with something that that really is, well, it's pretty current, the Outriders demo. So okay. I played it. I have played it on PS5. I played it on PC. I have uh, I've maxed out all four, all four classes on PC and maxed out maybe one or two on, on PS5. Have you guys played it yet? Uh, yeah, definitely played it. I um I did two characters. I did um one on Xbox, one on PlayStation. Did Devastator on PlayStation. Did the uh, Pyromancer on Xbox. Okay, uh, Beat, have you played it yet? 
Yeah, I've I've been playing it on PC. I, I did the uh, Technomancer, and I keep like, forgetting that B has a PC. I'm sorry. Yeah, Go ahead, man. Yeah, <laughs> he like, yeah. yo, he like what's the name? Like, he like uh, <laughs> he like villain out here, man. You don't know what he be doing. Like you actually playing games on other platforms and don't I, tell people. I bet you, villain got an eight thousand dollar PC. He one of them dudes <laughs> that be like 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 for like no, no lie. There was a guy in uh in Lucas Discord earlier today who literally bought a PC that's. I'm not joking here. Seven thousand eight hundred dollars. Oh man! And, and I mean, it's over. It's overkill for overkill. It's like the overkill has overkill. It's got a sixteen hundred watt power supply. For what? Jesus, exactly. What, what, for what? What are you powering? Man? What are you powering? The two space shuttle? Two like, thirty nine, like, not thirty nine. in there. Two. Are you, are you powering a space shuttle or something? Are you trying to power uh, the uh, um, the the Times Square in Manhattan? Or like, what are you powering with your sixteen hundred watt power? That's not like a, that's not like a person that literally went to like Origins PC and just clicked everything with the highest dollar amount next to yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's what he did. He's got he's got uh, he's got like a thirty nine thirty nine fifty X. CPU, the nice. motherboard, the motherboard is MSI's top motherboard. Oh, yeah, it's he, got, he, he, he sings all over the place. It looks like a transformer. <laughs> it, no, no lie. The motherboard looks like looks like uh, Optimus Prime's face. Just, he sings all over the place. It's that alone was fourteen hundred dollars. What? Yeah, I'm, look, I'm telling you, like I had that. I was like, dude, please show me your bill. <laughs> I need to see. I need to add this up to see how it comes to anywhere close to seven thousand eight hundred dollars. But it really, I like. I think the vast majority of it is pan pandemic, not pandemic prices, but this shortage issue because uh, his his GPU is a thirty nine. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right here. And that that brand thirty ninety, I think, is like over like twenty five hundred dollars. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, hey, it's his money. Wait a minute! Is did you're he not gonna find me? No, it's not Origin. Oh, but okay. you're not gonna find me pocket watching nobody. It is his money. Uh, congratulations to him. I hope he never has to upgrade this. What? He should never have. Why is the cooler thousand dollars? Yo, he's got Generation Four M.2 SSD. That's two terabytes. Yeah. He, 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 he wowed out yeah, here. Yeah, he was he was just clicking buttons. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, now I'm pretty sure villain saw this build and was like, that's it. All right, uh uh servants, servants, make me go online, get me a build that's better than that. Just because you know how he how how villain is, you know, he's 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 gotta have it, you know, and, and then he'll 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 play it and not tell anyone he has it, of course. But my bad, my bad. Uh be no, good. Nah, I just I've been playing a uh I finished the uh the Technomancer and uh mm. now I'm doing now I'm doing the Devastator. Okay. So what are you guys' favorite classes so far? Um for me it's probably the Technomancer. Uh just because I haven't got a chance to, to dive into the other ones yet. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the and the Devastator I'm still kind of early on. But mm -hmm. uh I, I just like the the ability to throw out the turrets and uh um, you know the the long range uh, weapons and stuff. So that class is very the division to me. Yeah, with the yeah, turrets yeah. and the artillery and, and and long range combat. It's the only one that's truly a long range class. Um, but my my favorite is the trickster. I uh, you have to be my, my favorite, both of you. 
your next like because you got another three weeks or so before the actual game comes out yeah play the trickster i'm it is so much fun at the fact you could throw out this blade and it like ages every the enemies that it, it hits it ages them until they die i love it the time the time bubble where everyone in the bubble is just moving in slow motion and you can just pull out the shotgun and just destroy everyone i i i love it it's it's i'm really enjoying this game as, as you can tell it's a uh, it's guys issues clearly but it's fun it has it has i think it has a good foundation it, it i think a, so yeah and i and i think it's something that I like the fact that they're not making a live service game. I saw an interview where they were talking about how they initially started development on it as a live service game, but then as they started to get deeper into development, they started to realize, you know, the things that we want to do with this don't really coincide with what a live service looter shooter is. And if we wanted to make content that was designed for live service, it, it wasn't beneficial for the overall experience i, I appreciate developers saying hey look we're going to forego additional money here so that the game is better i, yeah. I appreciate that big time so my, yeah, my bad forte what, what is your uh favorite class so far and, and how are you enjoying the the demo overall oh well I, I i enjoyed the demo a lot i i my favorite so far i mean i only played two of the, the two of the four and um i've been doing a lot of pyromancer because i just like running around sla slamming on the ground and putting everything on fire it's pretty it's pretty crazy and fun mm -hmm. but uh i just like the one thing i like about the game the most is the fact that it it makes you have to do things that you normally don't do in a mm -hmm. in a game like a like a shooter like like it's a shooter, but it's a shooter that makes you use your abilities because your abilities mean more than the guns that you actually have. Now guns Bats. matter, guns do matter, but the abilities you have matter more. If you want to be able to clear out areas and and do really op things in the games, that that's where you're your abilities are going to come into a play. And I really like and appreciate how the abilities tie together and focus when you're doing it with different types of character builds from other people. And mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that most of these games don't get right. They don't get the, the team composition part of it right. Um, and that's the one thing I think that this game definitely has uh, in spades. Uh, my biggest thing with it is, is I think with everybody is just – but the cutscenes, it makes you want to throw up. Even on PC, it makes you want to throw up. I'm like, what's going on with all this? Um, <laughs> the story itself is kind of forgetful. But then, it, but then again, I don't know too many games out there that had anything near what Borderlands 2 did when it came to a story progression. Uh, mm -hmm. So these games are all still learning from each other when it comes to that. Uh, I do. I agree with you. I do love the fact that. A lot of people think this is a live service game when they came out and said, no, we want to focus on the game, the, the, the game experience first. And they said, we're not, we're not, they're not against not making this a live service game later on. They just say, we want to give everybody the full experience up front. We want to say, this is what this game is and we'll see how people, you know, 
love the game or how much they actually, you know, want to dive deeper and deeper into some of the skills that this game has, because it's going to be a very deep progression that you can actually dive into if you want to dive into it. And if they see a lot of people still playing this game six, seven, eight months from now, then they're going to go out and they're going to add more content to the game. And then you're going to start. Well, seeing they already the said they're working like on additional post game content. Yeah, they already said yeah. they're working. Well, they're just talking to, they were just talking about the long, long term, like, you know, like how, like how Destiny wants to have a three, they have three DLCs scheduled to come out still. You yeah. know, they're not doing that in this game. They're saying we're going to, we're going to build what we want. We're going to build what we're going to build. And we're going to see where that takes us. And we're going to see what type of um, player base we have to a year and a half to two years from now. And if the game is still thriving, they'll add even more content. So I think that's the best way to do it, because guess what? None of the other ways that these games have been doing it has been working. And I think this is probably one of the best because you're like, we're just going to spend the money that we already have and give you the best experience that you can have. And then we'll see what the player base does with it after that. So I'm enjoying it. I just, I, I just think I need to play with other people because as much as you can play this game by yourself, it's more of a cooperative game than anything. Cause I think it just plays and feels better when you have other people with you. Facts. Um, I just want to note the some um, um a question and comment that Smiles just said. Like, what about all these new games coming out with crossplay out the gate? Thought a lot of these creators and studios know that gamers didn't want crossplay. Now it's a driving seller. I, I I agree. Like this is, um, I think that out outriders having crossplay at launch is going to be a huge deal for this game being successful. Yes, because I think. One, you have a limited demographic that's into looters, and this game has been classified as a looter. It even looked at as a live service looter, even though it's not, just because of the category that it's in. You, you see this game, and you see the gameplay, and you see the the, the skill the skill progression. You see the the loot, and you are automatically to start thinking about the division, destiny. And then the failed looters, Anthem, you know, stuff like that. So you start thinking like, oh, man, like, or, or Godfall. And then you start thinking about, wow, like, what kind of game is this going to be? And then who am I going to play with? And I have already played with people from while well, I'm on PC, people on PlayStation 5, people on, on PlayStation 4s people on xbox series consoles xbox one consoles just whatever platform this game is going to be on i've played with people already on it it works pretty well their process is they generate a code someone whoever's going to host will generate a code and then you just give that code to whoever you want to play with they put that code in and bam you're all all into the same game together so it it works i I, I think this game has the potential to have legs. I, I look at some of the and because it's a looter, right? The way I play through looters, I usually rush to max level, and then once I hit max level, then I want to start min maxing and creating a build or multiple builds, it, 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 depending on how much I like the game, out of different classes. And I can see already now 
just playing through the demo that I can do some kind of build diversity things already without even being at max level. You see, like you grab like some some boots that have a, a particular perk for one of your powers that can give you healing. For example, like I, I saw there's there's some boots for the Pyromancer where it's not the Pyromancer, it's the uh, the Devastator, where there's a trait on the boots where you get 100% of the damage you do in that where the Devastator turns into rocks and then you can kind of like uh, aim yourself at the enemies and then come down and hit them and re recreate yourself and you do all this like slam damage on the enemies where these boots would give you 100% of the damage you do to enemies back as health. And so like, like that could be a way for you to kind of save yourself. If you're starting to get in trouble, you can actually activate that ability, choose a group of enemies. Typically, if you're in trouble, you, there's a whole bunch of enemies on the screen. Slam into them. Now you got all your health back and you can kind of, you know, re reset your, your position in the battlefield. It's a, uh, the game has got a lot of depth to it, I think. And I like that there are no med kits. There are no no like active healing. All the healing you do is passive. Right. And it all depends on if you're using the Technomancer, killing enemies from long range gives you healing. If you're using this trickster and the devastator, killing enemies from short range gives you healing. If you're the Pyromancer, setting enemies on fire marks them and when they die it gives you healing like you it, as forte said earlier it incentivizes you to use your abilities over your typical take cover and shoot yes it has all those elements of gears of war down to the whole whole button to look at something thing that gears of war does <laughs> i mean all of that i'm like damn yeah. i really took a lot from gears i know y'all made the gears judgment but damn you know but like it, they do all that stuff yet the actual gameplay it's not gears like yes the the snap to cover is similar although the the shooting isn't as tight as gears of war is but all that stuff is similar, but sitting in cover and shooting from cover is not going to be good for you. <laughs> um, and uh, okay, Tequila Trent, Trent, uh, Trent says, So, slow mo, when you say looters, you mean looter shooters? Yes, yes. When I talk about looters, I mean looter shooters. There are looters that aren't looter shooters, of course, uh, like uh, Diablo. Diablo's a looter, but ain't exactly any shooting going on in it. But that's what I mean, uh, typically. Sorry if I wasn't being clear. Um, we oh, we got Enrique in the house. And Enrique is uh is, is is still ducking B Money, and he says I was in the lobby on NBA 2K21 waiting for B Money. Now I know where he is. <laughs> of course, since he already knew B was supposed to be on the show tonight, he decides to jump in the lobby <laughs> at a time where B not going to be here. He, he doesn't remind me of Friday. <laughs> Uh, like, he to send me a link of him actually in the lobby waiting for somebody to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, first of all, we're not going to believe you, Enrique, unless we see a screenshot of you and your little scrawny-ass character at the, at the playground actually in a lobby to play the game. If not, it ain't happening. Okay? But, uh, I mean, overall, let, let's um, to close up the topic on Outriders, are you guys buying the game? Um, B1, you go first. Yeah, I'm definitely buying it day one. I, I was on this game kind of early, and I felt like it was going to be like one of those sleepers because I think it's going to attract like a different audience from like your standard 
or what we call the standard looter now, as far mm -hmm. as like the destiny and like the division. I think you're going to get like more people who are like who are interested in like Borderlands, but weren't really feeling like the art style or like, you know, what I mean, just that that tone that that uh, Borderlands has. Hey, 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 hold, hold real quick. We, we, we. Blade X. Shout out to Blade X. He 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 says no shout out for me. This crazy Blade X, <laughs> sir. How are you doing this evening? Are you having a great night? I hope you're doing well. <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> B, go ahead, man. <laughs> but but I, like I, I think it's gonna attract a different audience, and I think uh, it, it'll have uh, some legs as long as they can continue to to have great uh, in-game content. Um, I watched a video I think yesterday or the day before where they were showing off like the uh, I think they called them encounters maybe or something like that as far as like oh, the in-game the, the post-game content yeah the post-game stuff oh they're called um oh it's like right on the tip of my tongue uh maybe excursions expeditions expeditions or excursions yeah. something like that yeah 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 I think, I think yeah. they're expeditions but yeah those those look awesome yeah yeah so that that content looks great. And I love the fact that you can like respect your character at any time. Like it doesn't take like you get to a certain point or, you know what I mean? So you can, you can change up your character based on, you know what I mean? Whatever enemy you're fighting, uh, you know, to kind of take advantage of, of the, the different stacks on your character. So I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a game if, if it can get enough attention. And I think with the cross play, it'll, it'll keep enough people engaged where they'll always be able to find someone, mm -hmm. um, I think it'll be all right for for uh, at least for for a good while, as long as I can stay with it. The thing about people can fly is like they they've always had like pretty good ideas as far as games, but uh, they they never really execute fully. And I think a lot of people just kind of dismiss them. Um, you know, Gears Judgment was, you know, it was it was okay. It w it wasn't the best Gears game. And then no, when hit, not not at all. I, yeah. I I would say it's probably the worst gears yeah, game. But it, they're all high quality, is. but yeah, right, yeah. right. And then then they, they they did Bullet Storm, and Bullet Storm was cool for what it was. Mm -hmm. But no, I I think with this, um, they actually got a chance to kind of, you know, stake their flag and 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 kind of be a notable developer. True. I I wanted to um touch on a couple of the issues that I have with it real quick before we we move on. Um. The cutscenes are capped at 30 frames per second, which when you're playing on PC, like me and B, like it's very jarring when you're at like 144 frames per second. And then it goes all the way down to 30. Like it, yeah. it, it just it looks very awkward. And then it it doesn't really like so even though it's at 30 frames per second i feel like the animation of the ca actual characters on screen are moving at a different a different frame rate so there are times the movements of the characters and especially the lip syncing is just off and so that's something that they are addressing they said they're uncapping the the cutscenes from 30 frames per second thank god so we won't have to worry about that anymore they said that uh they they're making some changes to how people are getting all these legendaries through like the vendors and stuff uh, like that. But I don't they, like that. Well, well, this is what they said. They said to compensate for that, if you do the side missions over again, there's a higher chance of getting legendaries off of those instead of the kind of the the, the loot farm 
uh, um, that they had going on where people were, were getting like two or three legendaries a run. Now it's a little bit more balanced, which I, I get. I get you saw that. people were actually getting that, but every time I looked up and I saw people, they were all talking like, "I've been playing. I played sixteen hours and got two legendaries." Well, yeah. Look, I haven't got a single legendary. Although no, I that's what I'm saying. So I haven't been farming, so like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm usually I'm the kind of person that like once I'm sold on the game and I know I'm getting it, I'm like, bet. I ain't trying to play the demo no more. I don't want to play right, nothing else. Right. Like I, I want the game to come. I want to play the game, and so I kind of, I'm kind of backed off on. I did play it a little bit earlier with a couple of people I know. I shot well, miles. Just, a lot of people. Miles. Are, yeah, I just know a lot of people are doing it because of the, the whole since since those. Um, since the weapons and stuff and all that stuff carries over, even mm-hmm. though people keep saying like, well, why would you ge- grind in this game? As soon as you go to the next world tier, your, your stuff is going to be outclassed. But the reason they're doing it is because all of the gear that you get, when you dismantle it, it gives you, gives you craft the materials to go towards the newer stuff that you can go when you want to do it. So I know why people are doing it. I just don't, I understand the fact, okay, we're, you don't want everybody going in there. We're going to make it easier for you to get these exotics, but I just don't want to see them go down a path of taking, not taking stuff away from people, but making Mm -hmm. it like you can't play the game. You want to, the way you want to play it. I think that's one of the biggest problems that Bungie has with that type of situation. Allow people to, if there's not breaking your game, it is not making your game not playable. Mm-hmm. Don't take away the way. Don't take away ways that make people play the games. That's why people play games like Diablo the way they play it. The way the reason they play games like uh, Borderlands and stuff the way that they play those games because it gives me the ability to play it how I want to play it. So well, I, I'm going to give it a pass on this. That, I just that's wanna, it. hope they don't go too far with it. That's it. Gearbox has been known to nerf uh, some weapons or gear that created combinations that were not what they had had intended. For example, with Borderlands 2, the combination of the conference call shotgun, which was still OP as all get out, and the B-Shield together, if you you could (laughs) if you got those you can solo, solo the entire campaign. Yeah. Go to the end boss, the warrior, and just wipe him out in a millisecond. That's what yeah. they realized that what they had did. They had they had to nerf. They nerfed the conference call and not the B shield because the B shield was really just like I mean it it, it had its weaknesses inherently. Um, but it was a conference call that was just way too OP when they first made it. So it's like this is going to happen even in the looter shooter where it's most primarily PVE. You're going to have some balancing to do to prevent um, having particular combinations of weapons and powers and gear that make it basically the entire game a cakewalk and just completely destroys the, the competitive balance. When you don't do that, when you don't nerf those things, in order to keep the balance correct, you have a situation like in Division around Division One and update. I think it was 1.3 where they were balancing around the overpowered abilities that you had. But what they ended up doing was making it so that the only way that you could complete anything in the game is that you had to use specific skills. 
and that just could completely destroy any build diversity or any any creativity that anyone w- would have had with the game and so you don't you you don't want to make those kind of mistakes um but i unfortunately we didn't get whether you were buying the game or not Oh yeah, day one. It's a day, day one, one buy. Yeah, day one okay. buy. I okay. Was, is this I mean, is, 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 is it day a one, one and you not playing Destiny? A day one buy. This is gonna sit there oh, oh, and not be played. B B is oh, already. Yeah. We are of the same mind. Are, 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 B, are you just trying? Are you just, are you trying today? Is this what this is? <laughs> so B B is looking at history. I'm saying Forte is not gonna play this game. You gonna buy the game and then not play it like how you bought well, Spider Man and didn't play it. You know, oh, I ain't buy Spider Man, so didn't have to buy Spider Man. You still had it in your possession, man. I did, and still didn't play it. So are you? Hey, here's the question. Here's a better question for you, specifically for you, since you say you're gonna buy. It, are you gonna, gonna play the, the game? Yes. All right. My my fire team's playing it, so yeah, I'm definitely playing it. I already talked to Taz about it. We 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 gonna we gonna load it up and we gonna do our thing, you know. And plus, it comes out at a great time because um, Destiny is going to be in the middle of the season, like middle middle end. So it's really nothing going to be pretty much going on. Uh, their season goes into I think that this season is going to run pretty much into May. So there's really nothing pretty much going on at that time. So it's going to be time to jump out. But you got to also think the fact that I'm in the middle of a season right now that just started and I took time out to actually play this game. Um, I just all I, I just come to the realization that I just like games like this. I like games that give me the ability to go out and craft a character to become as strong as I want to become in a game. That's that was the allure of Borderlands. That was the allure of um, Diablo for me. That was it's not too many games where I sit there and say I just want to play the game because it's a great game. I, I, it's because the mechanics and the the way that the game is set up it makes me want to do it. That's why I love the first division as much as I did. You know, the only games that I just love for just shooting is um, is Battlefield, honestly, and Halo. Halo and Battlefield, that's it. Everything else is like, eh, okay, it's pretty much the same as everything else. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to doing this. That's why I kept mentioning to you all the time. I was like, slow-mo, why are you hiding offline? Because I, I know you're a guru when it comes oh to this God. type of game. I'm like, why do I have to go? I shouldn't have to pick up a phone Just hit to me call up. you. No. <laughs> first of all, I shouldn't. First, listen, you first of slow-mo, all, slow-mo, do slow-mo, not talk listen. to me about not picking up the phone. I said, no, no, I said I shouldn't have to pick up a phone to call you you have message. xbox send live me, you have me, playstation send plus me a, send me you a tweeter dm you, you have, have send me a text message send me some hey, hey i'm trying to play out right hiding from huh who are you hiding from don't don't worry about that man don't worry about that oh look look I, i'm not hiding from you you send me a message we can get together. We can play the game. That's all. I've been play. trying to play the game with you for the last three, four days, and it's like, mm, well, slow mo's not. He's not around. You know what? You know what? You know, I've been playing with people. They have contacted me to play with me. Unlike you, therefore, this is why you haven't played with me. Okay, this is that's all it is. That is mm. all it is. Um. Enrique says he's debating on which platform to get the game on. I would PC, say Enrique man. get PC. it on the platform that 
performs the best for you. And for you, I would say that's probably going to be your PC, sir. So there you go. And plus, if do you don't have to worry just, about? Wait, didn't he just say that he wasn't like, oh, uh, not jumping off the PC bandwagon? Any other time, he would have said, oh, well, I know where I'm playing this game at PC fan, mm. PC player base all mm. day. Now he up here saying, oh, I don't know where I'm going to play at. Oh, Forte, I ain't never said anything like that. I oh, looking kind of shaky. Looking kind of shaky. I don't know, man. You know, it, I'm just you know when I when I when I speak, you know, sometimes you you should listen. <laughs> uh, um, it, the great thing is with crossplay is that you know you don't have to matter. worry about like oh well I want to play it on this platform but everyone that I know that's going to play the game is on another platform dang I gotta go get it on that platform even though I don't prefer that you can play it on the platform that you prefer and just link up with the people uh, um, through the game through its crossplay uh, features that you know that you uh, that you enjoy so yeah that's that's great about that I think I can't wait for April 1st, for some I've ever have uh, been eagerly anticipating April Fool's Day. <laughs> do you think but, it's going to be a... Let me ask you this, though. Do you think there is an inherent... It's going to be like a built-in reason that you probably do want to play on the same platform as other people that you can play with the most? For this game? For this game. No, no. So you you just think just play wherever you want to play at yeah look i like i said i've tried the cross play and i didn't have any issues with the cross there, there have been issues with, with the sheer fact that the game is peer-to-peer co-op right. so it don't play with someone who got trash internet i'm looking at you smiles okay uh, uh you, you need to move out of the bahamas Y'all ain't got y- y'all out there with, with like basically uh, those those cups and string, you know, trying trying to get your internet working together. Like I don't know what's going on. Uh, y- 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 powering your internet with coconut oil and 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 so I don't know what's going on. And that's trash out there. It's terrible. You can't host. Uh, whatever, whenever we play in co-op, you are scen- not hosting. He got, he got a lot of scenery, though. A lot of good-looking scenery, too. I live in the middle of the ocean. Yes, you have beautiful beaches. You can look outside, and you and, and you're and you're looking at a beautiful scenery. Downside, your internet's garbage. That's it is what it is. It's garbage. But you are not hosting any game that I'm playing. I don't feel like dealing with that. So whoever got the best, <laughs> the best internet needs to host. Yes, we're going back to 2013 because this this game does not have uh, dedicated servers. It's, you know, look, it's a smaller studio. People can fly. They 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 don't have the the benefits of. Being uh being published by a major publisher that well Square Enix is yeah, a major Square, publisher. Square Enix is publishing. They 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 cheat. That's why so Square Enix is being cheap. They didn't give them dedicated servers. It, it's it's terrible, but it is what it is. But like you're gonna have to worry about who you can actually whoever of you who has the best internet needs to host the game and your progression. Uh, uh, will work for everyone, which is great. Uh, I'm glad they allowed that. But um, um, moving on, uh, <laughs> let's talk about a looter that that doesn't have a future, <laughs> and that's Anthem. Anthem is officially dead, and you know, this is one of those topics that we missed uh, that that came up last week. So two weeks ago, we we uh, me and Forte we discussed how EA was trying to determine whether they were going to let the Anthem Next team continue and trying to revitalize that game. And if they were going to do that, they would have to triple the staff from 30 to 90 in order to 
to complete all of the different things that they wanted to do to revamp and modify the game or shut it down, say it ain't worth it, and then just kind of dissolve that team and move those people into various places for development on the next Mass Effect game and Dragon Age 4. And as we all kind of figured what was going to happen, they decided to dissolve the team, move on. Uh, Anthem is still live, so you can play the game. The servers are still up. They have dedicated servers. You know, they, that, all that stuff is still up, but there will be no further updates for this game. No content being developed for it. It is where it is, and it guaranteed there will not be a sequel. So, uh, <laughs> B-Money, how do you feel about that, man? I don't care. Like like, like ninety percent of the gaming community. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I, I had hopes for uh, Anthem when it first came out. You know what I mean. And then, as we started to peel that onion back, and we discovered, you know that that gameplay that they were showing us was fake, and half the developers didn't know what the hell was going on, and we were all just kind of being lied to. My, you know, all my hopes and dreams for Anthem just kind of went out the window. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I was kind of excited. You know when it. Uh, announce the anthem next that uh you know hopefully they could turn it around and maybe change the game into like a true rpg and not some you know live service game or whatever but uh now that they announced that you know they're not doing that i don't care man hopefully bioware will be be around for us in the next five years i have a feeling that ea is uh you know put them to the test to see if they can actually deliver on this next game and if they don't I don't think Bioware will be around much longer. I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Forte, what do you think, man? Uh, as soon as they announced that they were going to have a conference call and they were going to do this whole elaborate, like, should we keep the game? I was like, it's already <laughs> over. <laughs> they, they were, they, are you saying they were trying to soften this up for the blow? No, the fact that they actually had the audacity to come out and say we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna do a, a meeting uh and, and see if that we're gonna fund this game any further. Huh? When have you ever heard a company come out and say, Well, we're gonna have this meeting and let the whole world know that we're having this meeting to let you know well, 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 to be survive. fair, Jason Schreyer leaked that meeting. They that wasn't something that was supposed to be publicly said. And they didn't, and they didn't come out and and like say we're, they we're definitely, come out and, and, and we're definitely deciding whether to pull the plug on this or not, you know. But but they but it, it was definitely something that was confirmed from multiple uh, internal sources that Jason Schreier has within Bioware, and but it wasn't like like they did an announcement, you know. But after that, they had to announce what their decision was going to be since everyone is all was like waiting to see what was going to happen. But my well, bad. That, no, that, the decision on that was made months, months and months and months ago before they even got to this point. They just got tired of seeking more and more money into it. And you know what? I'm not mad. It, it just comes down to the fact that uh, EA just mismanaged Bioware ever since they got them, honestly. You know, it's they have had some very, very good runs, and a lot of people don't realize this. I think EA went to a – they were stuck in a, a situation where DICE was their golden goose, and a lot of stuff that's been going on with DICE as of lately haven't really been panning itself out. You know, you got the whole Star Wars debacle that really uh, comes to um, to the forefront when it comes to that. 
And then on top of that, the, the number one game that they depend on that's not FIFA or Battle uh, FIFA or Madden, uh, Battlefield hasn't been as good as it normally has been. And maybe that's a lot to do with the fact of the direction of the games that they've been doing versus the, the company itself. But I think they depended a lot on DICE to bring a lot of stuff to the forefront for them, and they haven't been able to do that. And then you force, you try to force uh, Bioware to do something that there haven't been as great at, and that's called building a story from scratch like they used to do when old Bioware was pretty freaking incredible. And let's be for real, the Bioware that we have now or even over the last couple of years is nowhere near the Bioware we had back in 2007 when the first Mass Effect game was built, when they were building Dragon Age um Dragon Age 1, Dragon Age uh, Awakening, Dragon Age 2, even Inquisition. It's a completely different Bioware. So I, I think it's just the writing's been on the wall there. I, I am with... Um, I am with B on the fact that I do think this is going to be the last chance that they're going to have with Bioware because I, I still think there was something to the whole thing when you did your video, Slomon. You talked about we know more about the new bio about the new Mass Effect game because we had screenshots at that time. Did mm-hmm. we knew about one that was already on the horizons that we already played and we don't even know what we're getting in this game? And then, to their credit, within the next couple of weeks, they did talk about that stuff. But I think a, so much is going to be falling on what they do with the next Mass Effect game and what falls on Dragon Age that this might just be a precursor to what's going to happen to that company in the end. And it's going to, it's going to be sad, but ultimately that might be another reason why Dara and um, Casey Hudson ended up leaving the company because who really wants to work under them circumstances where you don't even really know if the company itself believes in you to the point where you're going to be able to build the games you need to build. Um, So that's where I think it is right now. So it's not, it is disappointing because I do think they had something with Anthem, um, even knowing it was surely by mistake because the game that they were building, the, the studio staff didn't even know what the freaking game was when they announced it the first time. But they they found themselves with a game that actually had some promise. And I do know that people are kind of upset that they didn't give it the, you know, division treatment or, you know, like how Bungie did with Destiny and then built it up over time. You know, EA is not about that. They're not about that time. They're not about that money. And if it's not giving them the money they want up front, then it's, they're just going to do away with it. All right. And, and I, I, I think that's the biggest problem with EA right now is because, like, they're not holding themselves accountable. Right. You know I mean, like, where, where's the quality assurance? Where is the fact that? The reason why Battlefield has been so trash is that we green they greenlit two games, a World War One game and a World War Two game back to back. Why mm-hmm. in the hell would you do that when when your your main competition moved on after that that one year that they put out the World War uh, Two game? You yeah. know what I mean? Like they they did this to themselves, and and when they released Titanfall and Battlefield in the same year, you know what I mean? Like those games released within weeks of each other. Everything has been going on with Bioware. The only thing that EA has done right is buy Respawn and put Vince in the, in the correct position to kind of uh, reshape what, what we know of EA today. And I think that's one of the big reasons why they went after Codemasters and they bought Codemasters yeah. because Need for Speed has been trash also mm-hmm. for a long time. 
So I and I, and they took uh, cryogen off of of the the newest Need for Speed, and they they put them on to uh, the battlefield that's coming out this year. So I, I think they're going to retool Need for Speed, and I think they're they're trying to bring back some of their you know more notable franchises, um, and kind of do it the right way. But th- they got to hold themselves accountable too. Where, where where was the you know all the heads of of EA, you know what I mean, coming down on these games like. You, you got investors out there, you know what I mean, spending their spending their money. You you would think you want to put out a quality pro- project, and they, they haven't done that in quite a while. If it wasn't for Respawn, EA would be in a, in a world of trouble. I, I agree uh, 1,000%. And it, it also, it, if it wasn't for Respawn and them leaving Respawn alone, letting Respawn make the, the decisions on what kind of game engine that they use let respawn decide uh how to develop their games and and setting their own timetables that kind of stuff like that they allow vents to have that autonomy to to really do that and they saw the fruit of it and so that kind of goes into what my next question is for you guys and that's we saw what ea came out and said about how respawns jedi fallen order really showed them um some things about how single player games can be successful without them in- interjecting live services in every damn thing that they make and publish what do you guys think about them claim saying that they're being hands off now with bioware and bioware can can um now dragon age 4 is going to be strictly a single player rpg the way it should be with no live services uh in injected into the game in the fact that it was initially developed to be a live service game like what, what do you guys think about that a little too late like have we learned anything mm-hmm. from what xbox did with uh 343 and the fact that that game was uh supposed to come out years ago well a year ago and it got delayed because of the changes they wanted to make in the middle of development when it comes to switching engines or just in general trying to make a different a completely different type of game that's what i'm looking at with this is like yeah you mean it's in regards cool. to Dragon Age, right? Yeah, Dragon Age. I'm like, yeah, because, because you know they've shown us back to back teaser trailers, right? So that means this game is, a, yeah, you have nothing you show, but then the direction of the game you said was in the direction of a game being in a games of service. You don't just rip a games of service type of um, model out of a game without it being consequences to the way that the game was going to be developed. Now, unless this game's not going to come out for another five more years, then you, then we might still have a, it, it still might be some hope for the game. But if this game releases anytime soon over the next two to three years, I don't think anything they do in the interim is going to change the fact that this game was already doomed from the beginning, especially if you go off of the model of the way that they wanted their games and services to be ran uh, over since the course of last generation. Um, it could be something completely different now, um, depending on what they want to do with it, but I just don't I just don't see the game thriving the way people want it to thrive if they actually are just changing the course of how the game is going to be developed from being one thing to another. Uh, okay. Uh, my next question is for you, B. B, do you think, do you think this current day Bioware can recapture the magic, that Bioware magic of storytelling the way that old school Bioware could with Dragon Age 4? 
I don't think so. But I, I, I think they can, you know, kind of make their own magic. You know what I mean? Put a different spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, but is that it, what people want to see from Bioware? I, I don't know because Bioware hasn't been good for the last two releases that they've put out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we, we know that, you know, it was a second team that did Andromeda, but, you know what I mean? It still had Bioware's name on it. Um, and then, you know what I mean? We we get, uh, now we're, you know, we're, we're returning to, to the Mass Effect trilogy. And, you know, I mean, we're going to be playing old games just with, you know, updated features. So um, it, it's kind of hard to say, you know, where people will, will, you know, land as far as, you know, trying to get that old, uh, that old Bioware feel because there's, there's other, you know, there's other companies out there. There's other RPG companies, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think everybody's has to kind of evolve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On this next slate of like big RPGs, because you know what I mean? We we had Witcher 3 and Dragon Age Inquisition last generation, which I think were probably the biggest RPGs. Um, but then, you know, we got followed up with Cyberpunk. We we saw what that was. We we followed up with, you know, Andromeda, we saw what that was. You know what I mean? So um, you know, Fallout 4 was not the game that everyone expected it to be. Um, so I, th- I think just the the whole uh, RPG genre, as far as like the Western RPG, um, is is probably going to have to evolve a little bit. And I think storytelling is is going to be um, a, a major factor of that. And, and the way it's done is, is probably going to have to evolve um, just for you know what I mean to capture new audiences. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I think that uh, um, Bioware is never never going to recapture the. The, the status that they once had, I don't think their stories are going to be as impactful as they once were. I, I, I agree with you, B. I think it's going to be now time for other studios to step into that spot. And I'm not talking like CD Projekt Red, but I'm talking like Larian Studios. I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking um, Archetype Entertainment, um, all the, where all the former Bioware talent went. Um, I'm talking Obsidian. Obsidian. Obsidian has that opportunity, right? And, and I think it's time for them to shine where Bioware once stood, because they, unlike, unfortunately, Bioware had some, you know, circumstances that were out of their control there, but also a lot of missteps on their own that caused them to be where they are. And these other studios haven't haven't tripped up that way. So I think I think they're going to really fill that void and those are the studios that we we should look out for in the future and for the kind of games that they're going to be making but i wanted to move on because i know we're already like at, at the hour point um let's get into sony <laughs> sony's week last week was interesting i mean very very interesting so the first thing that came out was days gone um i mean jim ryan Jim, call him um, by his real name. Yeah, but I'm, I'm calling him by his real name. Jim, I'm lying. I'm I'm dying if I'm lying, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> Jim, I'm dying if I'm lying, Ryan. Comes out, does an interview, and he just spilling all the tea. He's like, "Man, Days Gone is going to PC, and they ain't the only one. We dropping everything up in PC. We going. It's a what, what was his words? A whole slate? Was that it? It was." Yep. So PC guys are like, yes, bring it, bring it all. And then there's some diehard PlayStation um, fans that's just like, no, this is not what I wanted. 
can you stop doing this, please? But, you know, it, it, you can't stop the train. It's already moving. It's already on the tracks. It's already got steam. Um, and then there was a state of play that, although I thought, personally, enjoyed it, it seems like I'm the only one. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person that enjoyed it because <laughs> so many people hated that state of play. And so let, let's let's dive into this. Um First, let's talk about Days Gone going to PC. Who's picking that up, and and what other games do you think you're going are going to PC? Uh, Forte, go ahead and start it off, man. Uh, I was going to pick it up, but then I thought about it. I was like, I, I don't, I no, I I can't. <laughs> the game wasn't good enough for me, and I haven't even played it on my on my PlayStation Five, and I and I know it's got the update and stuff, so. At a certain point, it's like I'm just giving them money just to give them money at a certain point. So I'm not really interested in that one. I think the only game that PlayStation can technically come out with that I would play on PC right now that's already been out is uh, God of War. Um, Because I did start playing that again on PS5 with the new update, which is phenomenal. Um, I would love to see what that game looks like at 120 something plus frames per second instead of just the uh, Mm. normal 60 frames that it runs at. Mm. But that would be uh, pretty, pretty nice, pretty incredible. But Mm -hmm. um, but that game, it didn't the Uncharted games too. I would definitely want to play those games, especially at a very much higher resolution and Freddy Ray. So those are the only ones I think I would actually, you know, games that already been announced and released that mm-hmm. they could come out that I would want to do um, on PC. But for the most part, this is nothing new. The the I put a video out about this a couple days ago, just talking about how this is how Xbox started back in 2014, 2015. They started with a couple of their games, and it was stuff that people was like, oh, these games are old. People, people played these games already. Okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, you fast forward three years later and then all of a sudden those games, then the newer games started coming and then, you know, started seeing day and date. So at a certain point, I just think that I don't think they'll ever get to the, well, I won't even say, you can't say ever because it's Jim Ryan, but I don't think they'll get to the, <laughs> they don't think they'll get to the day and date thing um, anytime soon. But I do see a situation where, a lot of these games that people didn't think were going to have the opportunity to show up on a on a PC platform, um, they're just they're just setting you up for um, the okie doke. They're they're greasing the they're greasing the wheels. They're saying, "Yo, just be prepared." Just like Xbox, you know, did um, did uh, Xbox gamers and stuff. It's sooner or later, it's going to happen. And guess what? It's not a problem because if you enjoy games, you'll play the games no matter where you want to play them at, on a PC, on an Xbox, on a PlayStation. Who cares? But uh, uh, I thought it was a really interesting week. Uh, I didn't get a chance to really talk about any of that stuff because it was during the week of my um, my, my shutdown. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, it was very interesting seeing a lot of people going back on things that they said was not a possibility. And um I just wonder if people are going to keep that same energy as more and more of this news starts coming out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, hey, I don't know about day and date, but I do agree with you on a lot of that. And uh, and people have to uh, they have to uh, just you know face facts like this. It, you know, those games are coming over the PC, and yeah, they they're not going to stay on the PlayStation platform for long. I I um I brought up a chart um, 
on Brap last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last yeah. week. Um, I'll I'll find it and bring it up again in a moment. But uh, B, go ahead and, and and tell me what you think about this about days gone going to PC. Are you going to get it on PC? And what other games do you are, are among that slate that's going? Uh, I'm probably not going to get Days Gone on PC. Um, I, I have Days Gone um, on on PS4. I still mm-hmm. have yet to play the game. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll probably play it on PS5. Like uh, I, I got the game super cheap uh, when they were having a sale like a year ago or something. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to to play it yet. Just been playing other stuff, but um i I think as far as like the other games are coming um i'd expect everything from ps4 catalog as far as first party to be on pc and and i wouldn't even be surprised if if they snuck the last of us remastered on pc as well um and i i I, I welcome it i i would i want all the games on pc if you can put all the xbox games on pc and all the playstation games on pc i ain't gotta buy a console man I know. I'm trying to live the best of of all the worlds in one place. If you can give me that, I'm down, man. I don't want to to or box to play games a year. Put everything on PC. I can chill in my chair, man. Have a good time, and and don't got don't got to do nothing else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you look, hey, I, I'm all for that too. Um, I would love to just have everything all on one platform and that be my PC platform where I, I play the games in their best, uh, their best performance because I got the, the rig to do that and I don't have to play them on, on all different platforms. And I, hey, I can use a dual sense on the PC the same way I can use the Xbox controller on the PC. That's right. just you know where I'm at, and I, I wanted to bring this up because I wanted people to see this uh, once again. Um, I, I showed this on um, on a, a video I did about PlayStation um, uh, um, last week, and then I also showed it on Brat. But if you look at, if you go to the beginning, very be- in the beginning, in the beginning, in 1972, <laughs> you know, it was all about consoles and arcade, right? Yep. PCs came in, but they weren't really a big part of the pie. But if you notice here, this is the 80s. And consoles were, were generating annually twenty billion dollars. Look at what there's that a lot of growth there. Thirty three now. PC has grown bigger than consoles, and you got mobile. Of course, is the biggest thing. You got cloud and VR up here that nobody really care about. They're burgeoning markets. Handheld <laughs> is pretty much dead. Um, arcade is getting there. It's almost dead. Um, definitely did in America. That did in um, some other countries, but it's it's getting there. But overall, Sony is owning this, right? They're owning the console space. They got two thirds of all the revenue that 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 comes in here. But the problem is, is that they got almost nothing out of this, and this is a bigger piece of the gaming pie than that. And so, of course. Well, this was inevitable. They were going to get into this market because they want more money. <laughs> it's 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 the long and short of it. When Jim Ryan comes out and says, "Well, we didn't see any kind of like major outrage with this decision," he he heard you guys. He saw you guys complaining on Twitter. Did he care? Not a single bit. Because 
Y'all just a little drip in the pot, man. Exactly. Y'all are, are, are a small smidgen of this $33 billion. He wants all of that. And he knows there is some crossover here. There are PC gamers who are just like, I just can't see myself buying a closed, a closed platform where I can't toggle what resolution I want to play at. I can't toggle. I can't play around to make sure I get uh, uh, 120 frames per second on every single game I play. They These, these kind of gamers exist. I know you don't know them, but they do exist. And they would buy a Sony first-party game if they didn't have to buy a closed platform in order to, in order to play it. And those are the facts. And this is the reason why... Although maybe not all their games they won because they want to protect their platform. So I, I although with that, for say I will disagree. I don't think they're ever going to go day and date. Oh no, no, I don't think they're ever going to go day and date either. I just think that uh, people that don't think that these games over the course of a two to three year window, like right now, it's two to three years. Next thing you know, it's going to be. I think be they all for some year. games they've already gone to a year. I think Demon Souls is going to be one year. Oh, yeah. I think, I think next year Demon Souls will be on PC. Um, I also think, and it, when it goes to my next question about uh, what other games are coming in that slate, I think for sure Bloodborne is, is a part of that. I think Bloodborne will be one of the games, excuse me, that's announced. Game up and running. Yeah, I, I'll yeah. definitely play Bloodborne. I'll do Bloodborne if they, they do it. Yeah. There's a lot of work that's going to be needed to get that game up to snuff. I think Bloodborne's a game that would really resonate with the PC gaming market, the de- that demographic, and I think that's a game that will uh, be a game that that will come out this year. For, um, for uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the next one announced. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I also agree with Forte. About I think every the, game uh, collection because yeah, I, I think well, I think every game that's in that PlayStation collection that they gave you on PS5 is gonna more than likely show up yeah. yeah that's a good point too yeah yeah so look it's just uh you know people gotta come to terms with it like shout out to the homie blaze blaze 4k blaze is like he's still like look i know i know i said that horizon zero dawn would never come i know i said all this but <laughs> but i'm sorry i'm sorry it's they are not getting spider-man they are not getting God of War. They're not getting like, all right, Blaze, Blaze is going to be wrong, you know. And people are going to have a lot of receipts on, on the homie, you know, when when it gets shows that you know God of War is coming to PC. But it, it's it's something that we all got to come to terms with at some point. It, it may not all come at once, but it's going to happen. And so, <laughs> so you got to come to terms with it. <laughs> now about that state of play. Now I'll go. I'll go real quick, and then you guys can go. I I actually liked what I saw from the state of play. I liked it. And I'll tell you why I liked it. I gave it an eight out of ten. And I know some people think that's extremely too high. What's wrong with you? Are you on drugs? And um, I'm not on drugs at this moment, but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I did I did think it was eight out of ten. I think it's eight out of ten because I I won. I'm a I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Final Fantasy. Uh, uh, remake integrate was a huge shock for me. I had no idea that I was going to see something like that. Being able to play as Yuffie in that kind of game, whereas Yuffie was, I thought was pretty cool, even though I pretty much hated that character in the original game. I want to see how different it is with the changes they've made with remake and with 
I'm not going to spoil it, but like the 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 kind of the big shocker of what's going on with the story. I want to see how this fits Yuffie and this other character fit into the story uh, about why Cloud's missing, about some of the other shockers that they did with the like the the surprise at the end. I think that uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, they got the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, PS5 is a free upgrade for me because I, I purchased the, the game last year. I'm going to play through it again at 60 frames per second and 4K because it looks beautiful. And I thought it was a great looking game um, when it came out on PS4. It had some points here and there where they, they dedicated the majority of their pixels to making the characters look awesome. Yeah, and the textures in the background wouldn't, wouldn't exactly the textures in the background look like something from PS3, but that but that's what the the drawbacks they had with the PS4 hardware. They don't have those drawbacks anymore. I want to see all that improved, and with some of the screenshots that they showed, I can see the differences already. Even with the character models getting additional shadows, uh, um, um, more dynamic lighting going on in the environment, like that stuff is going to look really good. And so I'm, I'm gonna play through it again this summer when it comes out, as well as the uh, the uh, expansion. I'm, I'm getting that. I thought Sifu looked really good, and I haven't been a fan of Slow Clap. Um, um, Slow Clap is the developer for Seafood. They also did Absolver. Yeah. And I, I, I I thought Absolver had potential, but it, it it just couldn't. It didn't just didn't draw me in. Seafood seems like they took all that feedback they got from Absolver and they definitely addressed all those things with this game. This game looks like a movie. It looks like a martial arts movie to me, and I like how the combat looks. I like how uh, um, you can, you're doing move. You're using the environment, and also in how you're doing some of the moves, and like knocking someone into the wall or a table, slamming their head into the table, kicking people off a off a balcony. <laughs> it's just, it looks awesome. I um, I'm all into it, and um, there was that. I got to see Kingdom Bridge of Spirits again, which is I'm, I. I'm that's like my sleeper hit of 2021 is Kena, and I got to see some of the my concerns with it about you know what is Ember Lab, uh, the uh, animation studio, know about game development kind of stuff. Can they do gameplay good? I, I, some of that kind of got addressed with them showing more gameplay and allowing us to see how the, the game design works and how the gameplay and combat will actually be. So I, I enjoyed that. And I, look, overall, I thought it was a, a decent show for what State of Play is. I know what State of Play is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be E3. It's not supposed to be PSX or anything like that. It's State of Play. So I thought for State of Play, it was it was good. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what I mean? I, I gave it like a seven and a half. You know what I mean? They, they showed content that I was interested in. Um, and they kind of, you know, just laid up uh, the expectations down prior to you know the show you know they said mm-hmm. they're going to talk about 10 games it was going to be stuff that was already uh that we knew about and you know a few new announcements or whatever and uh you know seafood was was the big you know new game that was announced and you know they talked about the stuff they were adding to playstation plus which you know that initiative is has been pretty good um so i mean overall for a 30 minute show you know what i mean kind of end their fiscal quarter get people excited for, you know, what they had coming in the next year. I, I think they did pretty well for what it was. 
I agree. Now let let's let's hear it, Forte. Let let's let, let's go. Come on. Let's hear it. Uh I actually didn't mind the state of play. Uh, really? No. I mean I, I, I was anticipating the fight. I had, I had my knife behind my back. <laughs> your knife out? No, man. no, I listen, the, this is the thing over the course of the beginning of this generation that I try to stick with the most. These companies tell you what they're going to do. Don't expect more from what these companies are saying are going to do. And you won't be disappointed like that. I do understand that people want to see newer games. If I want to go down a thing that I probably didn't like the most is the fact that they didn't show anything really new. Sifu was the one thing they showed, which was actually really refreshing. Uh, but I do know people are tired of seeing the same games over and over and over again. Um, we're seeing Crash Bandicoot and Abe's Odyssey. We're seeing games that they've been talking about for quite some time, Returnal and everything like that. And right. that's fine. And I think that's the thing that kind of drives people nuts when it comes to this, especially when you got all these people here trying to defend the flag of Sony. And I think that's probably part of the problem that they're having. Um, the fact that we actually got a release date for Kena Bridges was another really good one the game's only going to be 40 bucks not 70 so i was i was very happy with what i saw from um of state of play you know something got it basically was an in and out move they gave us the information that we needed for the stuff that was coming up for the end of their quarter for their physical year and um just like you, slow mo. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy was the biggest thing that really hit for me. It gave me more ideas on what could possibly be going on with the rest of the game and stuff. So, uh, for the most part, I understand why people are upset because they keep saying the same things over and over and over again. But they told you it wasn't going to be anything um, drastically new. Um, just going to be a recap of all the things that's getting ready to either come out or coming out soon. And from what they showed, I was very um, pleased with it. And I think it just mostly just comes down to are any of these games games that you're interested in? If you're not interested in them, then you're probably disappointed that they didn't show anything, uh, anything else. But I'll I'll fight anybody, especially with Kena, because I feel like that game is like what Zelda could look like. And I'm very excited to see what that game's going to be when it finally does uh, release in August. And that's probably the only downside for me. The game doesn't come out till August. I was kind of hoping that it would come out like in May, July, I May or June. But mm -hmm. um, the fact that I finally got a release date on it and it's only a $40 game, not saying that it, if it was a $70 game, I wouldn't buy it. But it's it's nice to know that we ain't got to spend $70 for every game for PlayStation. But outside of that, the show was good. Yeah, I think I think I actually think it's it's that price because I think it's going to be a short game. I'm thinking anywhere That's between fine. like eight to twelve hours at the most uh, uh, would be like the, the the yeah. I'm fine with that. Like I I've played games that were like a four hour game before and, and really enjoyed it. Like um 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 what what remains of um for for Edith Finch? That's a four hour game, you know. But great story. Really enjoyed the experience. Uh, would recommend it to anyone that's into a good story and, and wants to try it out. Four now, hour game. Are you, you playing know, Resident uh, Evil Two? That game is like six hours. Right, right. Yeah, Resident yeah. Evil Two. Yeah, Resident six Evil Three. Game. Resident Evil Three remake was six hours as well, six seven hours ish. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like people get into. It's funny because people. It seems like people cap for really long games, but then 
I but then you got the, the camp that really don't care for that kind of stuff. Like I right. I, I, I have games that are extremely long to complete and I just they sit on my backlog because I'm like, I just don't have the time for this. I don't want to stop playing the other games that I'm playing to dedicate to completing this one game. And I know that's just me. There are other people who feel differently and love that kind of stuff. But right. you know, I, I I'm still playing through Persona 4 Gold. I've been playing through that game for almost like since it came out last summer <laughs> on PC. <laughs> I've been playing through that. I'm still playing through that game. I'm playing through uh, um, um, Trails of Cold Steel 1. I'm playing through other RPGs I got listed here. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I can't even name them all. So it's the, just. The, the- the question is the question is this now that they especially since you know you guys both have PCs um uh, if you're interested in Ken are you going to buy it on PS5 just because you have a PS5 or are you going to play it on PC slomo I'm playing it on PC why but why oh, hey, that, that's Would why I buy it on Listen, PS5 that's why I'm, that's why it's I'm asking. look and play better on my <laughs> PC it's not even a question I'm offended that you even would Listen, ask no, me no, this no, question. Listen, Listen, there are going to be people that are going to be asking, like, yo, slow-mo, are you going to buy this on PS5? I know it's coming out on PC. Are you going to buy it on PS5 just so you have something to say you can play on your PS5? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't care. Hey, about that. People need to chill out with that narrative. Because well, you already know that's the question that's going to happen. I'm just getting, I'm just getting, let, I'm letting him get his information out there so people won't be asking him in this video. When he I, would say, I would say, I would say the later. only thing. And I, and I still haven't got the answer to this question. I've asked Ember Lab this multiple times, and they have on Twitter, and they have not responded. The only thing that might make me think about getting it on PS5 is if the dual. So they talked about the features that the Dual Sense controller has for this game. Yes. If I play with the Dual Sense controller on PC, do I get those same features or not? Because if I don't, if the Dual Sense responds differently to tension and holding the bow and and, and the, the 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 haptic feedback and all that stuff is different on PC than it is on PS5 then I might get it on PS5 at that point might I'm not certain I need to see how it performs on both platforms before I make my decision but if I if it if the if the dual sensor on on PC has the same features as it does on the PS5 no question. PC all day. Okay. Same for you, B. Uh, I'm double dipping, man. I'm buying Ooh. a game on, on console and PC. Hey, uh, my, my, kids, my kids will play it on, on the PlayStation in the living room, and, and then I'll, I'll have it on PC. But I'm, I'm double dipping. Like a game like that, where, you know what I mean? It's already at a lower price point than probably what most people expected. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? If, if it actually delivers, I'm, I'm definitely double dipping, man. Okay. All right, all right. Um, let's uh let's move but, on but to before, oh, before go we move on. Mm-hmm. Do do you guys think we actually going to see, you know, because you know, like like you said, slow mo people were were kind of complaining that you know we we kept seeing the same games that we, that we saw before or whatever. Mm-hmm. Should people temper their expectations for for this year, just because everything that's been going on in the world, a lot of games have been delayed, you know, from from last year. They they've already been delayed to the 2022, you know what I mean. So people temper their expectations of you know seeing these big gigantic games this year. Hmm. Uh, 
I hate telling people to tip at their expectations for anything, but I, I don't, I never thought any of these games, especially for PlayStation was coming out this year. I didn't think horizon zero, the, the new horizon zero dawn is coming out this year. I don't think, well, maybe Horizon was probably on the on the outside looking in. I never believed God of War was coming out this year. So I, I still don't think God of War is a full game. Uh, I, I don't. I think like it's super I think it's, around it, and yeah, I don't think that's a full game. Exactly. Now, if it now now that might be the only way they can get it out this year is the fact that it's because they did say they were working on a DLC experience, and if they just said that the DLC experience got to the point where it got so big that they just wanted to make it its own standalone like a standalone. thing. Like, like they did with Lost Legacy, then I can I could kind of see them releasing that um, at the end of this year, beginning of next year. But look, man, it's 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 not good out here, man. Just it's a lot of people are still learning how to communicate with their teams at home, and um, and then you still it's still a really big thing that these systems are not available for you to just walk into a store and buy. Like they've been saying April for the longest, but the closer and close, like we're 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 in March, and that's a month away, and they're still not saying anything about what the availability of these systems are going to be. We still keep hearing shortages on chipsets and everything. And who knows? And, and trust me, they don't want to put out these billion-dollar games that have the possibility of making so much money that they can recoup the cost on that game and the next three games they make. And they don't want to do that, and they don't have people out there that are able to even buy the games. I mean, I do know they're going to be available on PlayStation 4, and they're going to be available on um, on the original Xbox and stuff like that. But listen these companies want to show off the new shiny tech that they got and i think until they can get these systems readily available into people's hands it's gonna be more of the game needs more polish and we're just going to keep pushing and holding back until they can actually get enough of these systems in people's hands to actually build on the promise that they have for these systems so don't temper your expectations but don't believe that these games that you're looking forward to are going to release this year kind of look towards the beginning of 2022 for that yeah, I mean, hey, you. When it comes to releases, definitely uh, prepare to be disappointed. Uh, when it comes to shows, I think we need to stop expecting, having outlandish expectations of shows that they already told you what it was supposed to be. So if they told you what the show is supposed to be, don't be all mad. Man, you didn't show factions. <laughs> I mean, why? Why are you? It's a it's a one out of ten because you ain't show factions. Like they did, they even give you any indication that they were going to be showing factions at the show. Like, like it's just stop it, people. Stop it. Stop it. Come on. But um, let's let's uh, I know we we getting there to we got like our last half hour. I want to do maybe a little bit of quick rapid fire for some of these topics real quick. Um, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics makes a really baffling decision with the Avengers. Okay, so to uh, to, to get into it here, um, Jason Schreier came out earlier this uh, morning and was saying that Marvel's Avengers, a service-based game that has struggled to keep players, is deciding to add more grind and make <laughs> leveling harder. And the developers are warning players to get in their levels now. What 
Okay. You, all right. So you're you're a looter shooter, right? And you are struggling to get people to play your game because you don't have any content. Okay. <laughs> so your idea right before you finally give them some content to play is to make it harder, make the grind even grindier. Like what? Who is making these decisions? This is like, it is ridiculous. Almost as like they want the game to die. They wanted to die. They like, why, why are the very few people who are playing this game still playing it? Let's get them up out of here. You know what? Leveling's harder now. What you going to do? Are oh, they still here? They still here? All right, all right. We're going to start taking taking players away, taking taking your 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 loot away. <laughs> like, please stop playing our game because that's the way it seems to me. I, I don't know what, what what you guys think here. It seems to me like they don't want you to play the game. What do you think, B? I think this is baffling because Square Enix is publishing the Avengers game. Mm. And it's being di- made directly from one of their in-house studios. And they're also publishing Outriders, which is a game that the Avengers should have been. The Avengers should have never been a live service game. They should have just made a, a decent campaign where they introduce all the characters. And as they add additional characters, they could have made it event around it. You know what I mean? And, mm. did, you know four-hour story campaigns or whatever, or three-hour story campaigns around each new character and still just had, you know, great quality in-game content. And everybody would have been happy. What they have right now is a joke, and that's why nobody's playing it. Big facts. As simple as that. Forte, what do you think, man? Uh, the same thing I thought when they first announced this game and then they started telling people about DLC and how Spider-Man was going to be exclusive to one platform. And I was like, yo, you might not even be people be playing this <laughs> exactly, game. Comes out. <laughs> this is why when people was, was like, hey, slow-mo, are you going to get it on PlayStation because of Spider-Man? I was like, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to be playing this game <laughs> when Spider-Man comes out. <laughs> when he comes out. <laughs> so I'm going to play it where I can, it will perform best. If Spider-Man was, was going to be a part of it, like at launch, then I would have got it on PlayStation knowing I, I was going to get a PlayStation 5 and I could play it then, right? But no, Spider-Man coming out sometime in 2021. In the meantime, this game looking mid. In the meantime, I, I don't know whether the, you know this game is even going to have legs in 2021, which you don't. Nope. Man, I was like, I'm playing this on PC where I can play it at, at a higher frame rate than whatever trash frame rate was going on on my PlayStation 4, yep. which was 30 or in sub 30 with the way yeah. that engine runs. So, nah, nah, nah. So, the, big, so the biggest problem I had when um, the game got released is I, I tried to tell people, I was like, listen... The game is coming out at the wrong time. It's not the fact that the game is a game of services. It's what the problem is. Like, the ship has sailed on what Marvel was when it came to trying to tie a substantial game to what the Avengers is. It's just like anything else. If you're not striking while the iron is hot, what do you think? Wait, 
I no, disagree. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold I on. I think hold the on. MCU I, is still no, no. The a, MCU. A no, listen, no. But they tried to say. Remember when they kept saying that they would have um, special events and stuff where people would come back to the game because of things that happened in the world of Marvel and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, please tell me when you're gonna actually have time to build certain mechanisms inside of different shows to yeah. make people want to go back and play your game, like Wandavision is really really good why mm-hmm. haven't we have anything that tied towards um towards the game in that regard yeah. where, I, 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 where is my be- where's my beautiful black queen monica rambeau exactly in the avengers game i wanted to be turning into energy and whooping people's behind <laughs> with monica rambeau where's she at nope you ain't got her huh? she ain't there so that you, was the you ain't got Scarlet witch in there you will you you ain't got vision. You literally have nothing of WandaVision in the Avengers game. They literally only came out with uh uh um Is it Hawkeye Bishop release? Hawkeye's and, next. You, yeah, Hawkeye's your next. first two DLC characters are two archers. What, what? <laughs> like, what why you got the Hawkeye wannabe and then you got Hawkeye? Well, that's because they tried to dive into the whole Tomb Raider thing with the with bows and archery and stuff, and they said, "Well, we know people love bows and we know they love archery and all that other These stuff." These are two non-powered Avengers that you I want, agree. Like, back to back. They both do the same thing. You should have broke it up. You should have had like, all right, you want to do Kate Bishop first? Cool, have her first. Then have maybe Spider Man for the, the for the PlayStation community next. Uh, maybe have a, a different Avenger after that. Then follow up with Hawkeye. Don't go two archers back to back. It almost seems like they were just trying to whoever is ready to go first is what is who we're putting out there. And it just so happened to be them too. But that was that or was definitely they could just they could have just took their time. And released just you know three or four of them at a time, and just built mm-hmm. a small story around it, and then that's how they integrate into the Avengers game. Because there's, there's so many characters that they they need to add to this game, and well, well they're, they're kind of doing that though. There is like with Kate Bishop because I, I did reinstall it just to kind of do the Kate Bishop stuff, and I ended up uninstalling it before I even got through with it. But <laughs> but like there is like a new a new base a new hub area for the be at and then there like this new story mission stuff that centers around kate bishop of how she's on the team so they're kind of doing that which is like kind of close to what you're saying but the fact that it took this long for them yeah. like well i mean kate bishop came out like man i don't even know when that came out it wasn't it wasn't like almost immediately like right after launch or anything but it wasn't it, it wasn't like uh it, it wasn't early or soon after launch either. So it, it wasn't very, very soon. So, I mean, that was a, a ton of content that it, it would take you so long to get it completed. Well, at least it doesn't seem so to me. It just seems like Crystal Dynamics really bit off more than they could chew with doing this, which typically happens when a development studio gets into a different genre and they that they've never actually worked in before and one genre where it it requires a ton of content to keep people engaged and mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. Doesn't have it. Yeah. Um, another topic we had is all right. So, uh, Epic games buys <laughs> media tonic, the developer for fall guys. Um, apparently they came out and said that don't worry. The game is still going to be available on all the other platforms that is coming out on the not 
pulling the, the game off of those platforms because it seems like Epic has learned from Microsoft when it comes to why uh, uh, lose revenue unnecessarily off of a property that you just acquired. But what do you guys think about them buying Fall Guys? And what do you think about Epic turning into a major publisher? Uh I, this is nothing new. They've been ever since they started the whole um, Epic Game Store, and they started going head head to head with Steam, with just trying to get as many people on their platform as possible, buying out, not buying out, but giving people way more of a cut of their. Look at who just commented. Oh, computer. Oh. Erotimus and Erotimus computer component update. I got scammed, but I got my money back, bro. Okay, so for context for those who who did not who were and who I was were like, not was here too. <laughs> this was about three weeks ago. Uh, Erotimus was in the chat and was like, "Guys, I got a 2080 Ti for 90 bucks," and we were just like, <laughs> "Huh? <laughs> like that's not even." Like, like, not even in pre-pandemic time. That was just ridiculous. And we were just like, dude, it's okay. What corner he got that off of? Bruh, the website, I'm not even going to tell you the website because I think the website is a hack. Like, I, I, I think oh, you, they, they probably rooting all through my computer right now. But um, he, he, he sent us the link. And I'm looking at it, I'm just like, dude, like, these reviews don't even link to anything. It, it was like it, I'm like this is not real. Like in a time where uh, uh, a twenty sixty is is like five hundred dollars on eBay, there is no way a twenty eighty Ti for ninety dollars. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> he ordered it. So, so we were like, all right, when when it when we need to know what you actually got when it arrived. So, uh, Aronimus, please tell us. What because he because he told us like sometime um last week, but we didn't have the show last week that he got it in, but he hadn't opened it yet. Please tell us what was in the box. My I think my theory, I, I don't can't remember what Forte's theory was. My theory <laughs> was it was gonna be a GPU, or it was gonna be a graphics card, but it was gonna be something like a like a 980 or, or it was gonna be a voodoo card. <laughs> if he got a picture of a 2080 Ti, I'm maybe I'm I'm a cry. It's gonna be, he didn't get anything, so it was nothing in the box. It was just like a like a bunch of just junk, like nothing in there yeah, at he, all. He got the shell of a 2080 Ti with no insides, no heat. Yeah, yeah, he, he got a shell. <laughs> oh man, man. I just have you got your money thinking? back, brother. What was he thinking? You trying to make that come up, man? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Robert. We, we I'm, I'm not gonna. We got too many topics. I don't want to. I don't want to um um take too take too much time with that. Uh, so so like maybe maybe we can get you on for like a few minutes um next week, and you can run us down to uh the give us the rundown on you opening your your package and 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 what happened. But we'll we'll uh we'll we'll make that a mystery for next week of what <laughs> of what Aronimus got for his 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 uh twenty ninety dollar twenty dollars he got. My bad. Hey, uh, go ahead, Forte. Go ahead, continue, man. No, <laughs> no, you just made my day with that. 
that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, what were we talking about? Because that just threw everything off. Uh, we were talking about Epic Games, oh, Epic Games. Mediatonic, Private. and then um, also, uh, what do you think about them turning into a major publisher? Oh, yeah. So, and like who, I said, and also, and who else would they acquire? Do you think they'll acquire? Whew, now, who else they could acquire could be, I mean, it could be anybody, honestly. I got uh, two. But I, I, I'll let oh. you go first. No, no, no. Because I have no idea. I haven't really been looking. Because when I saw that they fought, they uh, acquired them, I was like, okay. So they're they're even more into the inquiring of talent than I thought they was. Because I thought the biggest thing was with Epic, it was basically just get as many people in their storefront as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was their major move. Uh, I do know that they do want to have content for their, you know, that they don't have to spend extra money to actually bring over. But uh, I didn't think they actually was going to go any deeper than they actually have been going because they've been doing a really good job, which is enticing a bunch of developers to bring their game over to Epic for a year and then pay them more money for that game and then let it release to other platforms later on. This basically just shows me that they are in it for a lot more than just building a ecosystem for people to play their games just in the in um the epic store um mm. it's a little bit deeper involved into that so um sky is honestly the limit because i haven't really been looking to see who other developers they've been partnering with i mean i do know sony has a lot of um in not a lot of influence but they have some influence because of the fact that they put a lot of money into epic and i can see a lot of the games that have been releasing from epic i mean not from sony have been going to the epic store first with the exception of horizon zero dawn i know that game did release on steam before it went anywhere else but i do remember games like um like Death Stranding and um, Detroit Become Human, they both released on Epic before they released anywhere else. So that might also be another uh, stepping stone that you're going to start seeing with that uh, relationship with Sony putting so much money into Epic that you can see a lot of their games releasing there before you see them go anywhere else first, um, which could be, you know, inherently a really great thing for Epic to build their um, game front versus how Steam is being dealt. So it, Sky's the limit. Uh, I'm really interested to hear what you got to say. Cause I know you've been paying attention to it a lot more than I have. All right, I'll I'll get to my my theory my theory of their next acquisitions in a moment. I want I want to hear what B thinks first. But uh, for me, I I kind of called this uh, when they you know first kind of jumped out the window and 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 started the Epic Store and they kind of laid out what their plans were. I remember uh, that. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. 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 So I, I kind of figured that they would be kind of heading down this route. And then once they bought uh, the Rocket League, I was like, okay, I, I see what you, I see what you're doing. Um, so, um, you know, Fall Guys isn't uh, really a surprise to me because it, it did kind of come out of nowhere and it gained a lot of, uh, you know, players or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, it was only on it was only on PlayStation, right? It was a yeah, it was a PS Plus game, I think, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah and, and it was also on PC as well. Yeah, on of course, PC. on Steam. Yeah, yeah. So, um, didn't they just announce it was it was going into the Switch or something like that? It is. Yeah, they did what the last Nintendo Direct they did announce it was going to Switch. It's also um going to Xbox as well. Right. So it's, right. it's basically on every on everything at this point. Yeah. So now it's it's going to hit all platforms. 
Um, and it's it's still not free to play yet. So, you know what I mean? That's just extra revenue that'll be coming in there. And then once they hit that switch to go free to play, all the cosmetics and stuff that they can put in there, I, I would assume that they will treat this very similar to what they've done with Fortnite. And right. Every character that you could probably imagine, you know, there'll be some sort of skin and, and fall guys. And, you know, I mean, with this added revenue, they can, you know, make bigger courses and have different type of challenges and everything. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I think it's a win win for both sides. Uh, but as far as like their, you know, future acquisitions, um, you know, there's a couple of different ways they could go. Um, I, w- I would think that, um, you know, since they're, they've been working with Remedy, that, that it could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and that's then, what that was one of my my uh, choices. I think they actually did a uh, three year, not three year, a three game contract with uh, with Remedy. So and, yeah, so that's basically yeah. like a ten year ten year plan, basically. Exactly, and and at that point, you might as well just acquire them because they're you know you're publishing them for the next decade, especially if like I don't know if it'll be like that very soon, but if that first game they they publish for them is a hit. I could see them just saying, you know what, let's just go ahead and, yeah. and make this official. Yeah. Um, I, 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 that's why I kind of think my other one is actually Quantic Dream, who also has signed a contract for uh, three I games. Think two, yeah, for two of yeah, three games with Epic as well. So I kind of feel like Epic has looking at both of these developers. They see the talent that they have, and they see that you know if we give them the funding that they need, they could really provide some exclusive content that we could put we could we could gate to the epic game store and then put on consoles as well as as a major publisher keep it out out of the way of steam help get us some more market share away from steam and if they really work out we can just go ahead and lock that up and we could definitely you know start building a stable of first party games there i i I think that's where they're definitely going i think there'll be some other studios that we haven't even thought about yet because uh i mean where did where did mediatonic acquiring mediatonic come from like that's just like completely left field it was left field but uh yeah um to get to a a couple more before we get to another major topic the elden ring link uh elden ring leak um came out uh a little a little while ago i'm not into from software games um don't know if you guys are uh what did you guys think about that I mean, from that from that grainy ass <laughs> yeah, uh, week that, that they, they released yeah, that, that, that 140 <laughs> uh, 144p uh resolution yeah yeah what, yeah, what you yeah. guys think about what you saw i mean it, it definitely looked interesting i mean it looks like a from software game um mm. the the one thing that i was kind of hoping for is that it may not be as as uh like difficult um as far as like you know just um, you know, going to like boss boss running basically. You know what I mean? I was hoping that it tell more of a story. Um, you know, what I mean, just because of all the people that are behind it. Um, and it looks like it, it possibly could. Um, but it's it's kind of hard to say from from what they leaked or whatever. Yeah. Uh unfortunately, what about you? What did you think of it? Uh all I know is that the game was supposedly canceled and then the game wasn't canceled and then the game was canceled again and people saying they need to come out and talk about how they I guess they're gonna have to talk about why the game is finally canceled. But uh um, what when did you hear the game was canceled? 
The Elden Ring? You ain't hear about the news where they thought the game was canceled for a while? No, Dying Light 3. I mean, Dying Light 2, I, I, there was all this talk of that game potentially being canceled because of all the Techland drama. But well, now, no, the te- well, that drama was great. Yeah, there was. Oh, man. Let me, and I got to find this. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and they, <laughs> man, look, hey, hey, yo, software sniped, they took your soul. They, they, they took this old man. It was like, yo, you gonna shut up with all that? <laughs> um, but no, look, I, I'm not even into from software games. I thought Star was interesting. I, I I have no thoughts on it whatsoever. It looked really grainy, and I, I know they came out and said, hey, look, the current build looks way better than that. So I'm gonna take it for their word. I mean, from software has a lot uh, hardcore fans, and Forte's back. Let me get him back in here. But hey, man, they they sniped you. You all right, bro? Yeah, they sniped me. Uh, no, so so listen, listen. So this happened. I remember now nah, that that's my fault. This happened when I was in my um in the flux capacitor, and then the world moving, <laughs> the world was moving really, really fast around me. No, you're absolutely right. That was uh the dying light stuff that I was thinking of with Elder Ring. No, Elder Ring, I didn't even get a chance to even see what the heck was going on with that game because it was all during that last week. Uh, so I'm basically gonna lean on you guys on that one. Yeah, uh, it, it but just to give to catch you up, it looked really grainy, it looked really bad, and oh. uh, yeah, uh, they the dev came out and said, Hey, look, man, it, it don't it don't really look like this right now. Our current bill looks way better than this, and um, trust us, please. And so, they uh, they uh, we've seen we've seen um, various bits of it, uh, of, of different limps um, come out, pause. And um, that's a different lips, but, but I think I think at some point before the year is out, we're going to get like an official trailer at some point. But I don't think this is a game that's coming out anytime soon, unfortunately. Oh, wow, I see what you're talking about. This looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> do they even have a do they have any type of gameplay where it's actually on screen and not off screen shot? No, no. that's the thing. No, it's, it's all been some, you know, some cell phone, some razor, some razor phone from like the the early the early two thousands. <laughs> doing no, doing, they couldn't uh, even they couldn't even do a good enough job of shooting the the make the screen at least straight. It's like everything I'm looking at it, my head and my neck hurt. Just looking at it. No, no, that looked terrible. <laughs> I know that developer came. I know when they came out, it was like, yo, listen, our game don't look like that. <laughs> Right, right. Um, we got some Halo Infinite screenshots, some more of those. Uh, they look great. Ooh, they uh, look great. I, again, I'm, I'm gonna say what I said before. Um, and I, I'll, I'll pass it on to you guys. Uh, I'll, like, still shots look nice. I want to see actual full motion <laughs> video here. I want to see the game running before I can say, okay, you know, you're definitely improving on what you have, which I'm probably gonna see that. At some point, you know, because they ain't supposed to come out later this year. So, um, B, what do you what did you think about, it, man? Yeah, them still shots don't mean nothing to me. And until we see the game running, that's all I care about. Facts. Uh, I mean, like they they look cool. You know what I mean? They they definitely looked improved uh, based on what they showed us last year. But you know, what I mean, I, I want to see the game. I want to get my hands on the game. I'm hoping that they announce some sort of beta. Uh, you know, during the E3 week or whatever. Um, and we actually get our get our get a chance to get our hands on the game, um, mm-hmm. because you know with it supposedly being free to play, and you know I mean so many more people being able to to get the game with that, I think they definitely. 
test those servers with time. So you starting starting to break up there, man. Say yeah. what? I said you were starting to break up there. We we couldn't hear you for a moment. Oh, okay. Well, what was the last thing you heard? My bad. Um, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I think I like your last like 15 seconds was real garbled. Oh, okay. Now I was just saying that I feel like they should uh you know uh give us a beta um sometime during E3 and then just let us test the servers just because it's it's supposed to be uh, a free to play game. Yeah. With, uh, you know, everyone be able to access it without uh, you know, that that barrier of of cost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I mean, we should be able to at least get in there a couple of times before it releases and 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 check it out. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> I think that's definitely going to happen. They did. Uh, I saw there was a sign up through. Uh, if it is it Halo Insider or Halo Waypoint? It's, no, it's but, yeah, Halo Waypoint. Yeah, that, where you can sign up to um, be a part of that, so you have opportunity to be Me in the beta. Halo Infinite Flight. Yeah, so I, I definitely signed up for that because I definitely want to try the beta ahead of time. So they're, they're definitely going to do that. Um, I, I can't wait for that. Actually, I, I really want to um, get into uh, the multiplayer because that's going to be a major, major focus for that game, and whether it has legs or not in the future, um, outside of just the campaign and, and that being good. Plus, they're supposed to be kind of live servicey anyway, so they really need to nail that in order to get people invested enough to even be around when the live service stuff uh, starts. So. Um, but just uh, to get to our last topic of the tonight, and this is a this is going to be a juicy one, I think. Um, um, rumored details of the Switch Pro. So Bloomberg came out with a report saying that they have information on the Switch Pro, or what we call the Switch Pro. Fairly certain Nintendo is not going to call it that. I don't know what Forte is doing there right now. Um, just, getting, just getting ready for this conversation. You're getting limber, you're getting limber over there. Huh? Um, it says uh, so. Some of the details here is that it is a seven-inch Samsung rigid OLED screen. OLED, which okay, that's interesting, but it's 720p resolution. So the 720p resolution. In um, screen, so that's what you have in handheld mode. Screen's a little bit bigger than what the the current switch is, and but when in docked mode, when it's docked, it's going to be f- supposedly 4K. Now they haven't explained 4K how, like native 4K, dynamic, uh, checkerboard, whatever you know, it's supposed to be 4K. Um, <laughs> And that this supposed to be coming out later this year. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna withhold my opinion uh, until, until you guys go. Uh, Forte, what do you think about? Of this, course, you're gonna withhold your opinion until <laughs> we go, because you want to be able to poke holes in everything that we go. Me? Yes, you. Why would I do such a thing? No, no. Oh Lord, listen. Okay. Let, let us know how you feel, bro. Okay, so 720p for the the, the screen. That's not a problem for me because the Vita was a 720 screen, oh 720p God. screen, and that and people will tell you that the Vita screen when it first came out was pretty freaking phenomenal. Okay. It was like one of the best wait, wait, things wait. about that screen was it was 720p and it was what, an OLED. Uh, hold, 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 back then, what were 
the resolutions of the games back then for the most part. Listen, slow mo, slow mo. Answer the question. What was the resolution? What are the resolution of games now? It it wasn't 4K back then. Uh, it wasn't okay. You most so, of the so, games so ain't 4K eyes, still. Our eyes were were. Slomo, you do realize when you play on a you do realize when you're playing on a screen that is only seven inches wide that something being displayed at even 1080p on a 720p screen looks sharp and incredible, right? You do realize that, right? Sharp and incredible and <laughs> yes. 720p are never in the same sentence together. Hey, listen, yes, it, yes, they were when it came to also you are you trying to say that you didn't enjoy the visual fidelity that you got off of your Vita in 20, what was it, 2013 or whatever? I don't know. What I'm saying is, is that it's 2021 and, and, and how I thought games looked amazing <laughs> I back in the day are I not how I, I, I look at those games today, sir. So... They just said the, they just said the screen is seven twenty. I just think that the screen the screen is the screen is seven twenty. Listen, I just think listen, listen. If they if if for them not to raise the price as much as people think that the price of the system needs to be raised, if they if they can make it an OLED seven twenty p screen for when you're playing in dock mode, with I mean not dock mode when you're playing in handheld mode, which would be better than what you have now. It would be literally better than what you have now, and they can, and they don't raise the price of it. That's, I think that's completely a completely outdated. So just because it's a little bit better, is it better? It's slow-mo. a little bit better. Slow mo, slow mo. Slow- slow- if it's if it's a better screen and the games run at if, a if, higher if, resolution than they OLED, ran. Listen, Samsung they, OLED. It's definitely a better screen than than the LCD they got in there right now. Just by yes, by sheer fact of what the technology is, it's better. Right, it's better. Meaning people that are going to go out. Mean it's acceptable. Okay, <laughs> just because just because. Just because a Go man said, tells his, his his wife that he's cheated on with like six women, that hey, look, man, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, where I, is this? I, this I'm not, I'm not going to do this no coming more. from. I'm only going to cheat cheat on you with one. That, that that's better than the six, but it's still not good. Okay, you're still doing wrong. That makes dude. absolutely it, no sense, Lomo. Yeah, it makes great sense. No, it doesn't. You have to understand that Nintendo is cheating on you guys. <laughs> like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Look, oh, I, look, I don't this know, know where you're going. You lost this me. Is, this is what I know: is that Nintendo could do better. That's all I, I'm saying. Well, look, of course they could do better, Slomo. If, if it was, I would that if it was a 1080p screen, I would not complain. I just got a Samsung um, um, S21 5G. It's a how 1080p. Much how much did you pay for that phone? Uh, yeah. Like six, like about six hundred, six seven hundred. This phone, this phone here, um, the screen, the screen's great. It's not, it's not amazing, but it's great. And this is a, a smaller screen. Than what the switch screen would be. So okay? what did you so what did you what did you play your switch screen. games on? How did you play your switch games when you had your switch? Well, almost always docked. So this would be not so this would be not a void for you. 
Well, well, I don't have a switch anymore anyway. Well, they say it, but if this, but, if, me, but, but this will be not in void because, like, like they said, 720p when it comes to the screen when you're playing on the OLED, but it will be up to 4K if you dock it, which will be the bigger benefit that most people would care about the most. The people that will be into look because most Nintendo people don't care about the resolution of the game. They don't. Let's be for real. Most Nintendo people don't care what the resolution of the game looks like. They just care that they're playing let Nintendo. Me, let me, let me, Listen, let me, let me say Most Nintendo let's, people just want to play Nintendo you, games. You, for the people that's going to go out and spend more money, the more people are going to go. The people that are going to go out and spend money on this are the people that care about what the experience looks like if they hook it up to their TV. TV. Let's be for real. Let's and be for real. Somebody Forte. like you. Okay, okay, we're gonna be for real, Forte. Nintendo, Go ahead. I mean, you would hear Nintendo fans say, "I don't care about not having messaging. I don't care about having not having achievements." Do they? Control. What do they really I don't care? care about? Not do having real online. I don't care about not being able to have voice chat on my Switch. They'll they say don't. all these things that they don't care about when they don't even have the choice to have it some of them are nintendo only fans and some of them have never actually experienced some of the things they say they don't even care about and, and it's easy to say you don't care about something that you never experienced a version will say but well, sex is overrated yeah you're a virgin you never even had it before what are you talking about you have no experience no because you and, and this no, is, well, you're this, not gonna get away with that no fans and it, and, it, and it works because no you're not getting away with that anyway boom so it doesn't make like, that analogy works perfectly for them no it doesn't because you make it seem like every nintendo fan out here is just playing on nintendo only that care about the stuff that you're talking there are about a lot of nintendo fans that only do that we no don't, the we don't hear from them because they never engage in any of the the other you know people of the community because they they you know they, 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 they like listen it, it, it's fine it's fine to under i understand how you feel about the situation with nintendo and how he they just get over on their fans and, and i'm with you on that but guess what these people that you're talking about don't care they don't care about not being able to have voice chat and all this stuff on their switch because guess what the people that do care about that they use the switch as something completely separately something different they don't use it as their mainstay system that they gotta have all their achievements now achievements is the one thing you if you would have said achievements i agree with you 100 on that because i think nintendo has just dropped the ball on achievements everybody right. should and always you know, want to change the drop the ball on it because nobody yeah, because nobody he actually it. holds them accountable for not providing not something the, that will that would improve of their their gaming experience on that platform. And likewise, with the screen resolution nonsense, people are like, "Oh, 720p." That's no, all no, right. No, no, no. Now, I, I they don't care. Like, they don't right. care about the resolution of the screen. You know, they just I, care. I think they care about people the people won't experience. care because the switch. It's not like the switch is 1080 and it's going down to 720. Exactly. You know I mean? Like so. If if you're cool with whatever the switch is right now, and the new switch is a, a, a better upgrade, then it's like, all right, cool. It's it's better than what we got right now. Exactly. Like it, it, it'd be different if it was a downgrade, like where, you know, what I mean, it was a super AMOLED, you know, screen, and now you're going to back to an LCD screen, and people be like, yo, what what the hell? We're going you back to I mean? the dark ages. Yeah, but since it's a slight upgrade, it's like, okay, cool. That's why I said the biggest upgrade is going to be the fact that the people that are look, everybody's not going to go out and get this thing. The P like the funny thing is the Nintendo purists, 
don't care about a Switch Pro. They don't care about this upgrade that we're talking about. The people that so care about this, for, up, the, for for all of us people that like me, like B Money, probably gonna go out there and get one. No, the people, I, I got you. Okay, so do we want to play? On 720p, screen. I'm not gonna play on 720p. I'm gonna play. The only reason I'm buying is to hook it up and play at 4K. If that's the case on my on the screen if when it's hooked up to my TV. So, so here's the next question: You really think this this dock this 4K? I think it's it's gonna be like you know the same thing we see with if, these is consoles. Is it gonna be better man. than what it's, we got? It's it's gonna be 4K light. It's gonna be yeah. 4K up res. It's gonna be 4K puzzle piece. You know what I mean? Like 4K we, puzzle piece. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're we gonna get some, some sort of 4K. It, yeah. it might not be the outline of the screens in 4K, but yeah, the interior yeah. is is 1080p. Yeah, you know what I mean? The, the title screen of every game gonna be in 4K. But once yep. you press start, it's you know the dashboard, the dashboard, and the hello screen is gonna be at 4K. Yeah, better than what the Xboxes is in. That's a seven today. We, we have to. The reason why I'm so skeptical is that it, it, I would not be skeptical if the Nintendo was making a traditional console. Then you know, if you, they were you, making you a got, different you console, you'd be like, they messing up, slow mo. These no, messing no, up. Hold on, let me finish. I, I would say that with 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 these kind of targets. That you could build a, a a box, a closed system that can house the 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 Nvidia uh, t- architecture to handle that and get it done. At this point, I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right. So you want 4K docked, 720p handheld, but 4K dock? Okay, so what, what is this a different dock than what you've been giving people already? That that's the first question. Um, okay. If it is, what's in that dock that is allowing it to go up to 4K? Um, some other questions I would have is that when it comes to the architecture of NVIDIA, you're looking at a bare minimum touring here if you want 4K. Now, maybe Pat, maybe Pascal, but uh, but I think that you will want to go touring because you the whole point of having a Switch Pro <laughs> is to try to keep up and make sure with, with Xbox and Sony and to make sure that you can still get those ter- third-party games because this is a different generation for Sony. That's all. That's Sony Nintendo, where previously it was always just their first party. That's the only thing on the on the system that was worth getting. Everything else third-party was, was, was table scraps. Now with the Switch... It being handheld, it being people being able to play a game that they would normally only be able to play in their living room or on their PCs on on consoles and PC. They can play that same game or some version of it that's close to it on handheld out and about out, you know, doing whatever. And that is something that I think they want to continue to keep. And so in order to do that, you have to keep up with the joneses you need to get your your system up there because for, quite frankly some of the developers that come out and we're saying hey look this ain't it like oh i don't no, want to hear about these developers this ain't it but they still release their games on the, on the platform listen to what these developers were saying in regards to questions about <laughs> can the current switch keep up with what, what xbox series x and ps5 is doing and they're just like I think it was Splash Damage who does a lot of the ports for these games, for these third-party, you know, big games onto the Switch was like, (laughs) 
I'm not trying to do like almost like yo look like it, it's going to be a lot of work to try to even make that work. Now, when you have a Switch Pro that can do that, there's there's that possibility, and so that's where I it, I think if this is going to happen, it's going to be a touring uh, architecture like a like a a, a cut down 2060 with not as many uh, uh, cuda cores as the the uh, 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 a discrete GPU, of course, but like even a cut down version of the mobile 2060 that will go into a laptop, like something that's already built and designed for a smaller, a smaller form factor where this limited space and limited and limited um, um, vents to vent out um, the excess air, uh, high air. And I think that's something that they need to do, but they also need to do uh they need to design it better than they did the current switch because the current switch, even at its level, I, I like when I had one, I didn't want to hold the thing playing some games. The thing was what? running hot, oh my super God. hot. So I'm like, yo, where's my, but where's my, my pro controller because this thing's burning my fingers. So yeah, like that, like DLSS has to be a, a, a part of the solution so that, Two years from now, we're we're not in the same situation. Where, like Nintendo got to do another upgrade because this this ain't this ain't getting it. Two this, years this from now, Nintendo ain't... come up with another system. Yeah, maybe that's a possibility too. But um, uh, that, that, that's just my thoughts on it. Do you guys think uh, DLSS is going to be a part of this this uh, Switch Pro? Uh, I think Nintendo is going to go as far as they need to go to make sure that their games run the way that they want them to run. And Nintendo wants their first party games to run in a native 4K when they're docked to a TV. That's as far as they're going to go. That's what I think you're going to get. And, and people may think that's that's crazy and that's wrong, but I'm be, but let's be for real. Nintendo has never been in this for third party. They've only been in it for themselves. Third party follows what Nintendo, what what if, if they want to follow what Nintendo was doing, and it just comes to happen to be that Nintendo has a really successful system out there, and these third parties decide, even though they want to cry about it, that these games don't. Oh, this system ain't it. Oh, who in the right mind is going to who's going to compare a Xbox Series X or a PS5 to a freaking 2017 Nintendo Switch? Who's going to compare those things? What developer is going to actually be in the right frame of mind to compare those two systems and say, can they even compare to each other? Absolutely, because Nintendo don't care about what you think. They just care about our games running on the system and how are our games going to be able to be able to be developed for. Once that is decided then they just let developers bring the games that they want to bring over to the system that's going to natively just work on it and guess what and to an extent slow-mo you're more than likely going to be right because they have to do certain things just to get the fidelity up on the games just so they can make their games run the way that they need to do so inherently it's going to help third party uh just because they're going to make they want to make their games run better uh, i do believe dlss needs to be a big part of it because if you're talking about a handheld system where the majority of the power is going to be housed when you're holding it in your hand, nothing is going to be in impacted by the dock itself for the most part. Then you need something that's going to be able to dissipate that um, that performance gap. So when you're playing the game, you can get higher resolutions under um 
less strenuous circumstances. Uh, but I just think at a certain point, people that are going to buy this system, they're just buying it for the minimum upgrades. They're not buying it to be blown away for you know, the things that they think that they can get on their PS5 and their Xbox Series X, they're not buying it for that. They're just buying to have a better experience on their Switch. And um, I think that's the thing that people need to kind of just w- not not worry about, but just be more conscious of. Don't worry about buying this just because you want it to be what you already have on your next-gen systems. Buy it because it's going to make your Switch experience better because that's a completely different experience than what you have right now between any other platform. I think totally opposite of that. Yeah, go ahead. I think that NVIDIA has a lot of influence over what Nintendo's doing with this next console. Hmm. Hmm. That would be a plus. And I think because Nintendo games don't need to run in 4K. They don't. Name me one first-party game that they make that needs to run in 4K. Not one. Not one. None of them. So I think... uh, NVIDIA is looking up over the fence and they see all the AMDs doing. They see AMD is trying to make some noise in, in the gaming uh, market. They see that the two biggest consoles on the market are both, uh, you know, have APUs from AMD. And, uh, you know, NVIDIA got their taste when they had to, you know, when they got uh, in this relationship with Nintendo and they, they did the switch. And it became one of the fastest selling consoles on the market. Um, and I think they realize that there's a lot of stuff that they can capitalize, you know, in that market. You know, what I mean, they they dominate the PC market. You know, if they can't get the two big guns uh, in the console space, then you know, what I mean, you you link up with Nintendo, who who is also you know a big gun, and you know can can you know make some noise in in the console space as well. So yeah, um, I think you know, a lot of the technologies and stuff that the video has developed over the last couple of years, all that stuff can be implemented uh, on, on a mobile device. And they've shown that with uh, some of the stuff that they've been doing on their own, um, you know, the cloud computing stuff, it has been really uh, good. And, you know, DLS, uh, S uh, I think is, is going to be entering the next phase pretty soon. So, you know what I mean? If you can get even, you know, 2.0 on, on this next switch, then you know what I mean. That just allows them to, to to sell more switches. You know what I mean. I think they also, um, you know, that allows them to have you know larger relationship with third parties. Because even now, you know, what I mean, the switch doesn't get every game. And, yeah, it does. You know I mean, some some of the biggest components, you know, of the games that they were getting from third party w- was Bethesda. Yeah. So now that Bethesda is a, a will be a first party. Uh, Microsoft, yeah. Yeah, you know, through Microsoft, you know, do they still have that same support? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to get those games? Yeah. You know, so I think they, they have to kind of be able to take that next step to because they are going to have to continue to, to gain more uh, third-party support. And, you know what I mean? Everybody was kind of bullish on it early. You know, EA was basically not putting any games on it. You know what I mean? They still uh, don't put games out on it. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. So if 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 EA could put a real FIFA game on a Switch or a real Madden game on a Switch, you know how many microtransactions can be made. Oh, I agree. And, and, and so much more money that could be made on on that storefront. Yeah, you know what put I mean? a, a Madden or a FIFA 
on a switch and you're allowing people to keep up with their ultimate teams on the go. Right. Like that, that's, that's a major get. And, and you look at the in- install base of the switch versus these new consoles, which are, you know, still under 10 million each right. or combined. They're still under 10 million. Meanwhile, the switch is over here at 75 and, and, and growing. And still outselling, although outselling because there's not enough inventory and there there there's a shortage of, of chips um, um, uh, available to to allow Sony and Microsoft to build more systems. But regardless of that, Nintendo isn't slowing down at all. And I think there it would it would be smart for them to capitalize on this moment of being the prime, the biggest the biggest install base you could kind of market it to even though it's not going to happen for the primary the majority of publishers but market that to those publishers and say hey stop stop outsourcing your game to a secondary team and having it come out months after the launch of it on xbox series x and s and ps5 you sh- you need to be making it day and day on our console because you're going to get the most sales off of us. Right. Right. Especially now that we got this Switch Pro, which, you know, may be burning people's hands, but when it's docked, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and it's almost as good as the Xbox Series X and the PS5. You know, just don't touch it. <laughs> That's a day shame, Slovo. Hey, hey, you know I had to throw it in there at the end. But Nintendo going to find a way to get you to come back home. Hey, Provide some games that I like, and it's a done deal. I've seen so far since I've sold my Switch, I've only seen one game, and that's uh, Project Triangle Strategy. The only game on the Switch right now, eh, maybe a little bit Bravely Default 2, not too much, but like I need a game that really hooks me. Is I got to play this game. And if it's only on the Switch... Yeah, I'll pick up a, a you know a, a red hot Switch Pro. I, I'll wear some oven mitts when I play it, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> we can get it in. <laughs> but do, look, you man, think, do you think that's why we haven't uh, seen them make like any major announcements for, as far as first party? Because we really only have seen uh, the Breath of the Wild too. Like they went super cold on like the Metroid stuff. They went cold on uh, like Bayonetta three, like. They they made a lot of announcements, but we haven't heard anything from them in a, in a while. I, yeah, I think well, a lot. Yeah, of I, I think that. I think they will make an announcement on a Switch Pro when they can actually play one without having a fire <laughs> extinguisher sitting beside it. That's when they're gonna make an announcement. Like, we gotta keep we gotta keep you know spraying this thing down every time we play it for longer than five minutes. So we need to. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. That's the last one. I'm sorry, it was the last one. All right, but let, we we want to wrap it up. I know it's getting a little late. It's 11:30, and um, we, have, we I think uh, I, I may be I may be a little bit biased here, but I think we've had an awesome show. I think it's been great. I think it's been I think it's been wonderful. It's 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 been a, a joy having B Money here with us. Um, a joy having um, all of you wonderful people in the chat with us, still rocking out with us at 11:30 at night. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, be money. Uh, let the fine people know where they can find you and and what you got going on um, as far as games that you you're playing for the rest of the week. Uh, yeah, you can find me everywhere. Uh, same name, be money one hundred and one. Um, 
And then as far as uh, the games that I'm that I'm playing out, I'll, I'll be on Outriders demo. Uh, I'll be on NBA 2K, so you can always find me there. And then uh, I'm actually going to be starting uh, 13 Sentinels this uh, this nice. weekend. So uh, I'll be jumping into that. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 13 Sentinels is awesome. I, I need to finish that. I, I need to get back to it. it it's, a, it's a really cool game. I love the way it's so different with how they designed it. Like, you can really just boot it up and, like, you know, I just want to do battles right now. And this, like, story and we're involved with all the battles. Or I just want to get deep into the different stories of all these different, like, 13 different characters. You can just do that exclusively. It's it's amazing. I think it's a really, really good game. Um, um, uh, But, yeah, yeah, thank you for coming through again, um, bro. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, um, Forte, uh, let the people know where they can find you and what you got going on on your channel and what you've been playing besides Destiny. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I have actually been playing stuff other than Destiny as of recently, but uh, yeah, it's uh, Gaming Forte everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live. Um, Halo video is supposed to come out today, but I had to redo some audio syncs for part of it, and I was like, yep, that will be coming out tomorrow, so check that video out 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. That one will be coming out, just going over all the stuff that um, Joseph Staten went over on what we will actually be playing this holiday holiday i guess since halo seems to be coming out this holiday um but yeah that video is coming out tomorrow i've been playing just like every pretty pretty much everybody else has been playing a lot of um of uh, outriders and i did start playing um godfall on ps5 because i was bored and i was like i have this game let me see what it's actually like and so far so good not 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 the greatest but not horrible i i like the I like the battle system they have in place. I'm not too keen on melee combat um, for the majority part of a game outside of how God of War does it. But game's actually pretty cool. I'm enjoying it uh, as of right now. But uh, yeah, man, this was a really, really great show. And I, um, B-Money, I really appreciate you coming through. Uh, we do know one thing that you'll definitely not be doing and is playing Enrique and what's the name because he's never, ever ever gonna come out of hiding <laughs> ever yeah yeah i don't think enrique's ever gonna play you i think he's just he's doing a whole lot of front and a whole lot of running running of the mouth but he 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 don't he don't want to see that work he don't he don't want to deal with that uh in 2k we so. can get us a you know we can get us a we can we got a a whole team too you know we could take the brap team in there and we got you know 5v5 some another another group of team another group of people i don't know man b money might be like y'all y'all ain't about to embarrass me out here <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's like i can't even i can't wear the same jersey y'all wear. i ain't played 2k <laughs> in years i can guarantee you right now i am trash it's I fun, am man. terrible in that game. 2K is amazing. Yeah, I got to jump in there and you, play with you. If you haven't played it in years, you would think like you would need like five hands to play 2K now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 2K is an RPG now, bro. You ain't yeah. know that? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, with me, I am. I got a couple of videos that I'm working on. I'm working on um, one of my like game developer showcase uh, videos. This one's going to be for Arcane Studios and Deathloop. Yeah. Um, I'm working on that. Um, I'm working also on a Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate video and some theories that I got going for where Square is going in the future for part two as well as this uh, this this expansion. 
And um, I finally, I tried to go live earlier this week um, with my second episode of Tales from the Borderlands, only to find out that there was some bug or something where it didn't say any of my progress for the first episode. But I got that sorted out, and I'm good to go for a second episode. So I might do that this weekend. Um, um, check out, look out for that. It depends on how much time I have, but I'll try to get that second episode in. And but other than that, uh, that that's what I got going. Games, I'm playing everything as usual. <laughs> but um, you guys have a great night. Uh, thank you again, the chat, for um, um, listening to us ramble on about various topics all night long. You guys are awesome. It's been a great show, and I hope you guys have a great night. Watch WandaVision finale is in a few hours I, i'm saying i think i might just wake up in the middle of the night at four in the morning and go watch it but I'll watch one to wake you up <laughs> i don't want to be spoiled you know from like i wake up on, I, i'm cooking breakfast at seven in the morning look on twitter and people are like oh my god mr fantastic showed up i'm like damn it <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wake up super early so i can be the first one to see it but yeah 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 have a great night and uh appreciate y'all peace out Peace. Peace.